when you stuck your ear to the door and you turned around and you went as if like a child on Christmas morning and went, <gasps> Lesbians! Straight <laughs> <laughs> talk. Mental health. Straight talk. Mental health. Straight talk. Mental health. The mind is a terrible thing to waste. Now, this is Straight Talking Mental Health, your weekly podcast in which we just talk straight about mental health. It's very, very simple. It's like Ron Seal. It does what it says in the tin. Sometimes. Now, this week, <laughs> we are straight talking the big 5-0, episode 50 in the podcast series. So what we're going to do is we'll have a look back at a few topics, maybe see what we learned. And uh, of course, we'll always have the twist of mental health in what we're talking about. So we'll let you know maybe our most popular episodes in that as well, what people are seeking out the most. And uh, speaking of seeking out, if you haven't checked us out on social media, by the way, if you're on Twitter, you can get us at SCRA Talking Pod. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram. You can click on scmhpodcast.com. And as we've seen in the past, by sharing the pages and the podcast, by telling your story as well, you can help us reach more people. And the more we reach, the more we can help. Um, enjoyed speaking to David last week. Yeah, interesting, wasn't it? Mm. Money mm. was a big thing we wanted to... We always wanted to cover that subject, money. Because money yeah. is just huge, as you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it, it just hammered home as well. Money is part of your mental health because it's, mm. it's, it's everything. It's your mm. lifeblood, you know, how yeah. you manage it. And I think the point David made about teaching it in school is so important and it goes completely yeah. Yeah. over the heads of the education system yeah from a lifestyle point of view not business studies or not no, accountancy not if you like have that. to pay tax just on your income fucking, yeah, yeah how life, to manage just this. as a life skill like yeah yeah, yeah stuff I think yeah, I don't know maybe it is there now but it definitely wasn't there when when we were in school and then yeah. it does and um, but I, I, I thought that he put he touched on a good point as well around the revenue and the fear that people have around mm-hmm. revenue and when you talk to them like they're so sound like you know you're right yeah yeah um, mm. once they're not fucking them around like but, uh, <laughs> but it is interesting that those those carryovers um, from the older generations and um, the way that impacts now mm-hmm. and the ignorance around that and you know I think I think one of the things that stood out was like, look, all you know, for a mortgage, you know, all the bank wants is a six month snapshot of your life. Like, you know, keep yourself straight, keep that, keep that sorted there, and mm-hmm. you know, you 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 be okay. Yeah, yeah. But who the fuck's going to get a mortgage now? Like, um, to see that thing, actually, to see that thing about the investment firms buying up the practically buying up an entire housing state just to rent out the houses. No, I seen yeah. that uh, there is calls on the government to make sure that there's no overseas investment. Mm, this is yeah, well, this is it. Some I was uh, maybe from China or something like that. Yeah, for buying up enti- practically entire housing states yeah. just with the sole purpose of renting out houses. So oh, and sorry, off. these are these are not ghost estates that are going to build or anything. Or no, 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 no. These are oh. uh, I think one one of them was in Minute and nearly the entire estate. Um, was so what, purchased by what, some investment firm in China they, or something like that. They went around and basically knocked on doors and offered people money for their their house. No, no, this brand brand new housing site. As far oh, as brand it. new. Okay. Yeah, just bought off, <laughs> mm. bought off the plans or bought off spec, and um, so there's a full housing state that people won't be able to buy. Practically, this is My this is God. what they're calling for all the change in the, yeah. in the legislation. Now. As if the housing crisis isn't bad enough in this country. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Let's make it worse. Let's price people out of it absolutely completely. Yeah. 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 Where, do, where do you go with that? Like Jesus, yeah. 
Yeah, so that was Straight Talking Money last week. If you want to check it out, you can get it wherever you get your podcasts. Um, so next week, there's going to be a change of personnel. Michelle Maguire is coming in. I'm looking forward to that, actually, myself. Um yeah, you don't have to do fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> no, you haven't. I can just sit back and listen like the listeners. It's great. Uh, what's, what's planned for next week? Uh, don't know. I think just just bring Michelle in, just introduce her. Um, man, man, man. Have you learned fucking nothing over the last 50 episodes? In media, when you have nothing planned, you go, it's a big surprise. We have things like that, but you're going to have to tune in to find out. Not, oh, we've nothing. No, I should <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, that's, that's, why you're, that's why you're the professional on that side. Yeah, fair and enough. I just wing it <laughs> <laughs> ironically I hated freestyling as a rapper but in the rest of my life I just fucking freestyled the whole way through it <laughs> yeah so no I'm looking forward to hearing that I'm looking forward to yeah. sitting back and just kind of relaxing and I'm still going to be editing the bloody thing anyways so I, yeah. I don't get off scot-free I'll still no. be here don't worry about that just but, on the uh, background I'm yeah still exactly. making it sound good yeah. ticking away yeah. and uh, yeah I mean, so, yeah, I'm interested to see what way what way it goes um, I think Michelle, uh, it's a good crack, and I think, and that's that's what I wanted, you know, to continue it was that someone to have the banter. You were saying to me like, "Oh, why don't you do it yourself?" I'm like, "Nah, that's gonna be fucking mindless crap." Yeah, it's yeah, me yeah. Delivering a monologue, um, and you know, I just want someone that I can uh, just banter off and, to, and mm. to keep what this is, to keep what this is going. Yeah, exactly, absolutely, hundred percent. And uh, look, it's reflected in the numbers. You know, we check out our stats um, mm. to make sure everything is going okay, to make sure it's reaching as many people as we can. And here's a here's a cool stat I learned when I was having a look through them because uh, mm. we host our podcast on Podbean, and it's very good for for details uh, in terms of where people are listening, when people are listening, how often they listen. It doesn't tell us who listens, but just people in general. And uh, according to our stats. Every hour of every day of every week, there's somebody listening to our podcast. Mm. That's amazing. That's pretty cool, man. No matter what time of the day, there's somebody listening to us. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> when you think of that, holy yeah. shit. Uh, but it, as well, it's it's it, the way I look at it is people are reaching out. People are looking for help. Yeah. People yeah. want help yeah. and people are coming to a resource that they're finding it at. And mm. that's great. That's all we want to do. Simple as. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's a. Cool I, I always took. I always took a thing when um, when I was doing assignments in college, if I was doing my thesis or my dissertation or anything like that, and it was a good piece of advice I got somewhere along the way. Uh, and when you were writing your, when you're writing, you'd have your introduction, you'd have your content, and then you'd have your summary or conclusion. And it was always, uh, tell me what you're going to tell me. Tell me, then tell me what you told me. So that was that was always a good way of doing it. So this is what I'm going to tell you. Okay. Here I am telling you, mm-hmm. and now this is what I've told you. And with, with, I suppose with with that notion in mind, if we go from where we started and why we started to to where we are now and how and how we got here, um, I think I think that's a that would be an interesting mm. conversation. Um. So why did we start this podcast? Mm. You asked me. <laughs> True, yeah. It was my idea. I'm taking credit for the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I put, I put the, it was off the videos, wasn't it? I put, that's I put right, up yeah. a few, uh, that, that started during last lockdown. Uh, mm-hmm. I put up a few videos on the Calair Psychotherapy Facebook page. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that sort of, 
you reached out to me then about after that then, wasn't it? Well, I never watched the videos. I listened to them. So I remember oh, you, right, you, yeah. you had a video posted up and it was like 10 minutes and I thought to myself, I can't look at somebody for 10 minutes just talking. What am <laughs> I, I going to do? I can't look at that dickhead <laughs> for 10 minutes. I've avoided him for fucking 15 years. I, I didn't say that. I didn't say that now. Don't be putting words into my mouth. Uh, I'm just picking up on the subtext. <laughs> but what I did was I plugged the headphones into the phone and I was working away and I was listening to it and it was on... I think it was on food or something like that, you know, people eating shit food during lockdown and stuff. Mm, and I thought, Jesus, mm, this, right, this is fantastic, you know, and the, the, your approach to it was straight talking, hence the name, you know, and it was like, mm. well, this is what it is, this is what it is, and simple as, there was no technical terms, there was no bullshitting you, there was no textbook terms or anything like that, it was just straight talking. And I understood it, went into 10 minutes, I thought, Jesus, be a great podcast. Imagine putting together a podcast that's just maybe half an hour 40 minutes of it little did I know the podcast would go to about fucking two hours in the end so there you <laughs> go <Come on>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, yeah no and I just thought Jesus yeah that's absolutely we have to do something like that because um, you know a lot of people were struggling um, and I wanted to find out more about mental health and I thought to myself I'll look at this and I'll resource this and I'll look at I'll read this and I'll and I thought fuck it here can we not just do a podcast while I learn everyone else can bloody learn as well yeah yeah you know what I mean so I think I think that's been a great uh, a great premise of it that, that you come in with the uh, the blank the canvas slate. effectively yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and funny enough it's it nearly is the premise for every TV show or movie where there's a person who moves to a new neighbourhood and they're your yeah, guide yeah. through everybody yeah, you know what yeah. I mean it's not like you jump into the middle of a conversation with uh, five friends who are friends for 20 years and mm-hmm. you don't know where this is going you know you're, <laughs> you're the newbie to the subject and that you know yeah. it does um, it holds up well when you listen back to the subjects and the stupid questions I've asked and um, sometimes they're not so stupid questions no, you know it's um, a stupid question what's that, what's that saying uh, the man the man who asked the question is a fool for a second the man who doesn't is a fool for a lifetime that's right yeah I love that yeah that's yeah but uh, yeah, and it it's worked so well. Actually, look, we we'll get into that more in the episode, anyways. But maybe uh, the different episodes, what we learned, uh, mm. and all that kind of stuff. Any crack with yeah. yourself this week, by the way? Um, what's going on with me? Fucking working, man. I'm fucking flat out, and the phone never stops, and the emails aren't stopping. And but what I did do, and uh, mm-hmm. as, as as one of me smiles. Oh no! Before that, you know what? <laughs> I came home from work last night, and there was a uh, a letter in the letterbox handwritten on the envelope I was like the fuck is this like, oh freaky oh yeah because it was addressed to the homeowner and it was stamped and all this like normally if you get like the homeowner or something like that it's like oh yeah, spam yeah. or something it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. or there's a an estate meeting or something like that or yeah, and yeah. I was like what the fuck is this and I'm looking and I'm going Jesus Christ it's got a return address on it and I was like oh man what the fuck is this open it up do you know what it was Jehovah's Witnesses oh <laughs> they can't go knocking on doors so it was a handwritten letter uh, telling me all about Jehovah my goodness and that, that's cost them like yeah. a euro a house isn't it yeah and that's, how much time it, it is as well it's not photocopy it was wow oh yeah about, about a euro for a stamp yeah, oh my goodness more. yeah yeah um, and it was telling me all about God and what he has and what's planned for the world and Mm-hmm. Got an interest in it or and no? <laughs> oh, you, did you <laughs> read like, it or 
I fly scan through it. Uh, but the thing, the thing that struck me from it was, uh, you know, I have to admire that faith. You know, um, and as I, you know, took the time to hand write a letter to a complete stranger. Mm-hmm. Um, go post it. You know, telling them all about this and you know, yeah, a bit yeah. of literature in it as well. You know, Prince was a Jehovah's Witness. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, you used to go out and meet the same. You used to go around knocking on doors. No way. Imagine yeah, Prince you're, you're, knocking on yeah, your door <laughs> in his six-inch high heels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking shirt down to his fucking crotch, opened up his blouse. <laughs> Challenging you to a game of ping pong or something. <laughs> <laughs> he was a good baller, wasn't he? he was, apparently he was a great basketballer. Apparently so, yeah. yeah. And ping baller, Ping ponger. Ping baller. <laughs> ping baller. Yeah. Um, so that's what he came home to last night and oh. had a little fucking... Uh, Five second, ten second, mini panic attack. On what the fuck is this? A bill of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was handwritten. I was like, oh, what is this? Like, I wouldn't mind if it was stamped or yeah. you know, printed. I mean, oh, what the fuck is this bullshit? I was like, mm. oh, what, what the fuck is this? And I was like, all right, you totally wasted your stamp and time on me, love. But uh, <laughs> there is that part of me that admires that. That yeah. admires that kind of faith. Wow. Yeah. 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 Um, I went to college with two lads who were Jehovah's Witnesses. Well, they were in my mm-hmm. class, and uh, uh, they were sound. Actually, they never really, they, ne- they never pushed it on you. But I know my sister yeah, worked yeah. with a girl who was a Jehovah's Witness, and she said you'd be working away, and she'd be chatting over the the cubicle, telling you all about Jehovah's Witness and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, her point was, look, that's fine, but I'm, I'm trying to work. You know, yeah, but the lads, yeah. in fairness, they were never like that. And I remember. Mm-hmm. There was um there was an article in there was an article in the local paper where um all all the guys from the Church of Jehovah I don't know is that the term is the Church of Jehovah no. but um they all got together and built a new center like you know mm. from all themselves everybody got mm. together and built it you know foundations were laid they laid the blocks and everything and did the whole thing I think they did it in like a week but um one of the lads brought in the article and. Uh, we're looking at it. I'm going, oh, fair play to you, yeah. And of course, <laughs> one of the guys stood up and went, uh, you're working on a Sunday. Is Sunday not supposed to be a holy day? <laughs> and uh, one, of the, one of the lads turned around and said, uh, he said something that would be great printed on a T-shirt. He said, that's God. It's nothing to do with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a couple of clients that were Jehovah's Witnesses. They were yeah. really, really nice people. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I like that never... Never pushed it, but uh, it's a, it's a huge part of their uh, of their life, you know, like that yeah. taking that time to go around witnessing and knocking on doors and mm. um, stuff like that, and church elders and stuff like this. It's really interesting. Um, we we were painting our sitting room before in a bungalow we used to live in, and uh, the two windows were open. It's lovely summer's evening, and uh, they didn't come to the door. They came to the window. Because, you know, they could clearly see us in paint and, mm. and asked us, did we have a moment? And I said, yeah, no problem. If you want to grab a brush, I'd take the time to listen to you. Uh, no, you're okay. I might just leave this leaflet here and they walked yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> God's fucking message isn't that important. Exactly, yeah, clearly. <laughs> if you get paint on my new wooden floor, you're going to see God very, very soon. <laughs> All right to put in a bit of shoe leather, uh, but yeah. not so much with the fucking elbow grease. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there yeah, you go. So, so that was yesterday for me. Um, 
Yeah, outside of that. I got me finished decorating the office. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. This week. Yeah, it looks fucking class. I'm delighted with it. Good, good, good. Stick up a few pictures of it there, will you? Yeah, but what what I've been enjoying is all the clients, you know, that have been coming to me for a long time and they go immediately to walk to where the old chairs were and then there's the, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and then they're like, "Where do I sit?" And I'm like, "The couch is yours. You sit in the couch." Um, and they're like, "Oh, it's lovely. It's just, just really comfy and stuff like that." So I went down on Saturday. Uh, James was here, so I go down and maybe I just I'll make a start on assembling the desk, all, all the IKEA stuff came. Mm. Uh, so I had to bring all the stuff down, and I was like, oh, "Fucking!" I was like, "Right, I'm here now. I get this desk done." And I'm fucking flying away, and then you know you just hit one niggly bit. And it just fucking throws you. And it was always, yeah. Always I was right at the end. It was 45 minutes with the hinge. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. So I was mm-hmm. like, right, I was bringing James out to Lunny Moore. Then I was like, come on, buddy, we may go. Brian out there. Went down then Sunday morning, did that. And I was like, right, drop James back. I'll come back down here then. I was like, I'll bring the laptop just in case. I'll probably be home in time for the Grand Prix. But uh, I'll bring the laptop and I'll watch it just, just in case. Nine o'clock that fucking night when I get out of there. Fucking <laughs> oh, I was fucked, man. I could barely yeah. walk. I couldn't stand up straight. I was fucking exhausted. But once you get started on something like that, you want to finish yeah. it. You know, yeah, you want to keep it. going. Yeah, and it was all the, the niggly bits, like, you know, the, having to sort out, get rid of stuff, throw stuff out, mm-hmm. um, uh, re-fucking move stuff. And that, that was the that was the time-consuming bit. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's finished now and it fucking it looks class like the, the mm. there's nothing worse than I was putting together a chest of drawers from Ikea and I had it had it all together did the drawers separate and you know put the runners on it and all this mm. kind of stuff you know with the, the little wheels that it slots in very handy but except the drawers wouldn't go in I was looking just going, what the fuck is going on here mm. I made the thing upside down. Bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, er, I think everyone has at some point, that if you've ever assembled anything with drawers, everyone at some point has put the runners on upside down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah guaranteed. Pain in the hole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you're trying to squeeze it in and you're going, ah, come on, it has to fit. And yeah. there's this, there are always that, that little bollocks on the instructions on IKEA. And he's standing there with his work clothes and a spanner and a big smile on his face. You're going, yeah, it's all fucking good for you. <laughs> yeah. um, and the phone number, if you have difficulties. Have you ever had to ring the number? No. No, me no, neither. No, you get around it. Actually, it's very easy. IKEA stuff is very easy. Fuck, I love it, man. I love it. Yeah. Like, I have to love that one of the picture frames that sent me was fucking cracked. I had to get a new one and then they sent me a mm. new one and now I've noticed that that's cracked as well. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah. I only noticed it when I was hanging up on the wall. Mm. I was like, fuck it anyway. I was yeah. Like, nah, <laughs> it'll do. A fair play to him. I sent a picture on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And they uh, immediately said, oh, we'll, we'll send you out. Do you want a replacement or a refund? I was like, well, I need a replacement. Mm-hmm. Fair play to him. Sent us, sent us straight out. Yeah. Oh, fair play. Fair play is right. Mm. Um, what was I going to say to you? Any any Riles? Or is that one of your Riles? Or? Uh, I mean, Riles were thin, but one of them was. So I got this small little. Uh, little kind of metallic kind of shelf system it's probably about how high is that uh, probably about three feet high and uh, it's kind of mesh and stuff like that and it's held together with these little clips these little plastic clips the little bastard of a yoke took me about an hour I was like I'll have that knocked up there in no time and the, these plastic clips tried to push them through 
And for the next three days, my thumb and forefinger were fucking killing me, trying to squeeze these little clips through. And then once it didn't push through properly, one that got bent, I had to get a screwdriver, oh, I had to get the pliers, yeah. pull them out, try and straighten them out, push them in. And I was like, this little fucker. And I was like, oh, sure. Ah, oh, fucking grand there. That's that on, that's that on. Oh, fuck, ah, oh, that's, that's started there. And I will have that done in five minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was easily yeah. over trying to trying to sort it. That little yeah, finicky yeah, yeah. little <laughs> little fucker. Mm. Uh, That's why I hate giving anybody an estimate time. You know, like Laura yeah, comes in yeah. and goes, "Can you put that together?" Yeah, I'll stick it together now. Actually, how long will it take you? Ah, it'll only take about half an hour. Two hours later, and it's like you only told me it would be a half an hour. Like, I know, <laughs> Christ, Ash- get out. <laughs> Ashley was texting me, and she was saying, uh, "Oh, how long more do you think it'll be?" You know, and this was, I think, was it three o'clock? She texts me and I was like, ah, hour and a half max, I'd say. And then, you know, yeah. four o'clock, quarter past four comes. She's like, how long are you going to be? Oh, I'll definitely be here another hour. And then like, later that night, it was about quarter past eight. I, I scrolled back up to the message where uh, I'd said, oh, I'll be another hour and a half max. I was like, ha that was at three o'clock. Here I am fucking leaving at quarter to nine. <laughs> Yeah, what a yeah, no, never give anybody an estimate. Fuck that. Yeah. No, no. It'll be done when it's done. When God made time, he made plenty of it. It'd be grand. <laughs> That's pure Irish, isn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be done when it's done. It'll be done when it's done. Yeah. I'll tell you yeah. when it's done. So that's 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 me. That's me smiles anyway. Good, good. Yeah. You're right, you're me, Royal. You're oh, abandoning me, man. Fucking off and leaving me. Don't like change, man. Don't like change. <laughs> um, well, I'm not. I'm, I'm still here. Yeah, I'm still yeah, ticking yeah. away. I'm, I'm still yeah, working. Yeah. I'm working the boards, man. I'm working the boards yeah, in the yeah, background. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I know, no, no. Like, it's, you know, it's been. Are you annoyed right? by it or are you? Ah, oh, look, it's, it's. It's for it's it's the scrambling to try and uh, to try and keep it going, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, no, geez, I miss I miss I miss this, like you know. Yeah, me too. I, I look forward to the chats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you know that was that was the thing. You know, you were saying, oh, sure, some of the fucking episodes then are two hours. You know, at the start, you you were kind of really pushing for. I oh, know. Let's just have the kind of bit of five minutes at the start of chat. And I was like, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, I want to, I want, I want to keep that. Like, and it was, it was yeah. coming from clients as well at the feedback, and and then everyone starts saying, "Oh, and I love that little bit at the start when you're just talking," and um, and I think that's become kind of you know the podcast is half and half now, really, isn't it? Yeah, very much it's, so. Yeah. It's this piece at the start, and then yeah, yeah. and then whatever topic we do. But uh, yeah, I was adamant around that. So I was like, no, no, no. Yeah, fair play to you. No, I, I, and I was, I was the one that was saying, no, no, we need to cut this now. This is, yeah, we need to get to the subject. We need to get to mental health. But yeah. look, you know, it's, you know, helping people's mental health isn't necessarily talking about mental health. It could be just talking about anything but. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's and the great thing is, you know, you're inviting people into your conversation. Exactly. You know? yeah, could be talking yeah. shit. It could be talking about Aldi or Lidl, giving out about the queues or whatever. And that's the thing. And the, <laughs> amount of, the amount of people that have said, like, oh, I feel like I'm earwigging in on your conversation. Like, I feel like, you know. You're not earwigging. You're with us. You're with us, listener. Yeah, you're with us. Dean said last week, you know, I feel like I could be just in the snug in, in Cunningham's there just listening. Yeah, that was nice. And I enjoyed that. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think with that, and, you know, people, people get to be a part of our lives of, you know, whether mm. you're talking with Laura or the kids or I'm talking with Ashley or Dames or the kids or anything like that. Mm. Um, I think I think that helps to, to, to bring people in and um, you know, like that the client I had at Christmas there that uh, gave gave me a little selection box for James. Ah, that's she, lovely. You know, yeah. to, oh, that's for James she listens she listens to the podcast and stuff. Yeah. yeah. that was that was a lovely little thing. Like mm. really interesting. Yeah, true indeed, yeah. Uh, and that's it look at the end of the day we're just people who who talk to people you know yeah. and that's what we've missed during lockdown yeah. um, it's yeah. just a, 
that chatting with other people, just a, even sometimes the nonsensical stuff. The Jesus mm. is cold out today. Oh, it is, yeah, but you're Jesus. <laughs> oh, well, next week is supposed to be warm. Is it right? You know, <laughs> the nonsense. Yeah, that's not yeah. really nonsense. It's it's not about the weather. It's about mm. human contact. You know, that's why. Yeah. You know, that's why I do want to see the podcast continue because. Mm coming out of lockdown you know and we'd done an episode on this before uh, if anybody wants to check it out it was a while ago but um, you know coming out of lockdown people will need to look after themselves Mm. and look after your family look after your friends and know what to look out for as well yeah and that's why we need to keep this going as I said to you there last week I went to somewhere where there was a lot of people and Mm. I consider myself I consider myself okay um, psychologically, mentally, mm. um, but I I nearly freaked out at the, looking at the amount of people around. Going, oh, hold on for a second, should I really be here? Mm. You know, and if I consider myself okay, I've good days and bad days like everyone else. Mm-hmm. But if I consider myself okay, my heart goes out to anybody who suffers from anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ! Like you know, wow. It was nearly nearly a year ago when we did the straight out of lockdown episode. <laughs> was it nearly a year ago? Yeah, June Fuck. June last oh my year. God. Yeah, I think it was our first normal one because when we released them uh, to start with, we did the three episodes. We did mm. uh, the introduction of who we are, uh, the normal people slash adolescents, and then the loneliness one. Mm. And then the, the first one we put out was straight out of lockdown. <laughs> oh, was it the first one? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. My goodness. Um, so you can go back to June episode four last year <laughs> as well, we prepare it, for next exit out of lockdown. Yeah, it definitely warrants another one. Absolutely. Mm. You know, because so much has changed, you know, mm. going out and in and out and in. And the fact that the last lockdown was just such a slap in the face for a lot yeah. of people, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, no, we will. We will. We will do that. Definitely. And uh of course, if there's anything you want us to talk about, you can get in touch. Hello at stmhpodcast.com. Send us an email. Mm. Get us on all the social media channels. Get us on Facebook and uh, Twitter and all that kind of stuff as well. And uh, Instagram. But um, And we do, we have a few we have a few guests that we do want to reach out or have reached out to us and um, we will, we'll get in touch with. We'll do, um, um, we'll talk about what they want to talk. We'll hear their story mm. and... Um, you know, it's kind of the podcast in a way grew its own legs, didn't it? There recently, yeah. and it's—I think it's one of the great things about putting it out into the um, the public domain is that this isn't my podcast or your podcast; mm. it's everyone else's podcast, bar mm. us. You know, this is the listeners' podcast. Yeah. It's nothing to do with us. We just have a, an obligation to put it together and put it out there, and I think that's great. That if something grows legs, that the public takes control of it. And it's theirs, mm-hmm. you know. Like I, I remember asking. Um, I'm going to drop a name here, okay? Mm-hmm. I was asking. Uh, do you know Jerry Fish? Oh, Jerry yeah, Fish yeah. in the Bud yeah. Bug Club. It's very yeah. hard to say. Um, fantastic artist, great singer. But I asked him about a song, uh, "True Friends," and I mm-hmm. said to him, um, "What's it like having a song that doesn't belong to you anymore? It belongs to everybody else." And mm-hmm. he said. It's actually one of the biggest compliments I could get. Mm. Is that everybody has adopted this and said, this is ours now. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. This is our <laughs> one of our anthems, you know. Um, but it's an amazing to sit down and something you create, something you put your time and work and effort into that other people have said, this is ours now. This is part of our life. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? 
Um, yeah, and, we, and we've had that in the feedback of, you know, I've had clients go, oh, I feel like I'm, you know, part of your friend group and, you know, it's 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 weird, you know, that, you know, we are, we've invited them in and they've, they've taken us in and mm-hmm. um, allowed us to be a part of their life and, you know, clients that I've had, just, and that's just from clients of saying, oh, no, you're part of my choose a routine like you know mm-hmm. the episode drops and I listen on my way into work or I listen you know when I'm in work or on the way home or whatever like it's it's nice to it's nice to to to, to keep that and that's you know when we were saying when you were stepping back you're like, oh well, let's push it to once a month mm-hmm. and I was like nah, nah I want to I keep it weekly like you know I want, want to maintain that routine and you know keep it for people and uh, it'll become a little bit too sporadic then of people not knowing when it's out and stuff so that's why you know, bringing Michelle in and keeping keeping it weekly and um, mm-hmm. just to, to maintain that routine for people and, you know, build it and, you know, it'll, be, it'll become something different. Uh, don't know what, I don't think it'll be huge. The only the only difference is I'll be able to talk fucking nerdy stuff with Michelle because she's seen films. Oh, lovely. <laughs> yeah. I can't but wait I'm, to tune in for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I will miss out on though is talking about kids because she doesn't have kids. <laughs> so, you know, she may be a fucking crazy cat lady. Cat. <laughs> um, I, so. think that's a, I think it's a good dynamic though, you know what I mean? You're, yeah, you're you telling somebody about kids and they're going, yeah, exactly. Ah, yeah. Go away, you're yeah. crackers. <laughs> you're like, yeah, no, yeah, seriously, yeah. kids do this yeah, shit. Yeah, you need the opposite. You need the, the yin to the yang. Yeah, yeah you're right you're right you do definitely yeah um but uh yeah yeah not as i said yeah i'm looking forward to it but you know one of the things that really kind of took me aback is the uh the amount of countries you're taken aback i was taken aback taken aback it's rare you ever get taken i have yeah but it's rare when in life do you ever get taken aback that's true or when 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 have you ever last time you can say you were taken aback when have you ever made a vow you know, <laughs> you, you've often heard, uh, yeah, especially sports journalists, uh, you know, will we'll have um, a headline up, you know, Paul Pogba has vowed to fight for his place with the national team. And you're going, when did he, did he actually get down on one did day he go, I vow, that is my vow. Damn you, <laughs> Father. <laughs> Yeah, I just had to go on Matt Berry there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it just popped straight into my head. Damn there's, there's, there's always a time for Matt Berry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to watch that again. I have yeah, to watch yeah. that. It's brilliant. Oh, it I, watched, I think I watched the IT crowd about two or three times. Have you, sure, have you yeah. seen Toast of London? You have. I think we spoke. I haven't, no, I haven't watched that one. Oh, I'll watch that. Yeah, That's just yeah. Matt Berry as well in that. He's yeah, Matt Berry. <laughs> and funny, you know, he does a lot of voiceovers. And anytime I listen to... Um, I like to listen to Radio X. It's a radio station over in the UK. Chris Moyles is on it, but during the ad breaks, you can hear Matt Berry voiceover. <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, and of course that's that's one of his uh, characters in Toast of London. He's a voiceover. He does, he does voiceover. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so you were you were taken aback. My my flabber has been gasted many times on the <laughs> on, on the stats. Flabbers. Um, the countries <laughs> like the, the countries yeah. really kind of wow like all these people from all these different countries and mm. you know Ireland is uh, our most listened to country and then the UK next then the US Canada uh, Australia and then you know in the top six you've got Germany a non-English mm. speaking country and, and in the top eight then you've got India <laughs> India yeah like that's yeah. amazing India yeah. 
Uh, let me run through a few more here. Uh, New Zealand, uh, South Africa, um, Sweden, Colombia, United Arab Emirates. That's all you're talking. Netherlands, Romania, <laughs> Belgium, Switzerland, France, Italy, Russia, Estonia, Austria, Tunisia, Norway, Spain, Bulgaria, Philippines, Poland, Denmark. <gasps> Bahrain, Mexico, Czech Republic, Peru, Finland, Singapore, Israel, Portugal, Jamaica. That is so cool. Kuwait, <laughs> Brazil, Greece. Um, who else we have? Croatia, Malaysia, Ukraine, Indonesia, Saudi Arabia, Luxembourg, Egypt, Turkey, Hungary, Japan, Kenya, Slovakia, Algeria, Hong Kong, Puerto Rico, Taiwan, Jersey, uh, Morocco, Ecuador, Cyprus, Costa Rica, Chile, Argentina, Sri Lanka, Malta, Serbia, Slovenia, uh, Vietnam, Latvia. Uh, where's the Solomon Islands? Solomon Islands is. Um, Sorry oh, to our listeners. Pacific, Pacific, isn't it? Just, yeah, it's a clue, Pacific right? Islands, isn't it? Don't, pff, I don't know. Tonga just, and stuff like that. I, I, I just heard of it. <laughs> kind of around that area. Wow. Yeah. Panama, Nigeria, Mauritius, Barbados, Lithuania, Iceland, Iran, Albania, South Korea, Cambodia, Thailand, Qatar, Nambia, Macedonia, Liechtenstein, Guatemala, Namibia. Milan. <laughs> huh? Namibia. Not Mam- Nambia. Oh, you're right. It is Namibia. <laughs> Where's Nambia? And how come we don't have listeners in Nambia? (laughs) (laughs) Lichtenstein. Fucking Lichtenstein, man. The Faroe Islands, China, Bermuda, Zambia. Wow. (laughs) Lichtenstein, yeah. They're only only countries you hear when you watch the Eurovision back in the mid-90s. You know. Lichtenstein. Lichtenstein. Um, yeah, I was in Knight's Tales. Remember that with Heath Ledger? That's what it was. He fucking Baron Van Lichtenstein or something like that. Um, Never seen it. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a great <laughs> film. That's a great film. Um, do you know? Do you know what I plan on watching at the weekend though? Uh, Rocket Man. Oh, Elton John. Elton John thing. It's supposed to be good. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Not good. Yeah. Yeah, it's different. It's more. It's more of a musical than. Uh, biopic like uh, Bohemian Rhapsody oh okay yeah yeah, yeah so he'll, he'll break into song like in the middle of it and there'll be big set pieces and stuff oh like so I don't know about that so yeah. more, more of a musical but it's not it's still a good film uh, I man, watched what's his name Taron Egerton isn't that his name don't know he's, he's very good in it I, remember. I watched in, uh, uh, what you call Kingsman. it Kingsman never seen it <laughs> poor damn um <laughs> What you call it? Uh, oh, your man, Lady Gaga. Your man, Lady Gaga. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the Bradley, country western to one, yeah, Bradley yeah, Cooper. Yeah. Stars Born. Is uh, Stars Born, that's one, yeah. Watch I, that. I haven't seen that, actually. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. Mm. Um, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a lot of mental health issues in that, obviously. Mm. And that's one thing this podcast has done, which is just something that... I um, which is great, but at the same time can be a bit of a pain in the hole. Where mm. you know, once you go back, once you listen to these episodes and you go yeah. through the different topics, you start to look at things differently, which is a good thing. But at the same time, you start to look at films and go, "Oh yeah, I can see, I can see mm-hmm. where he gets that from. I can see how how that's there." Or you look at people, uh, be it in public life or. Um, or whatever and go yeah yeah I know I, I know where he gets that from I know how that's happened and sure that has happened because well look at his parents and look what he's been through or yeah, she yeah, or whatever yeah. um, but it does it, it really opens your eyes to there's another side to the story mm. you know and uh, you know I, I can't look at Homer Simpson drunk asleep on a couch anymore 
and go, <laughs> look at him, look at him, the fucking idiot. Neglect. Yeah. I, but look, but funny enough, like you take that and you look at a guy who's, uh, who does have an alcohol issue, who grew up without a mother, who grew mm. up with a father who didn't know how to raise him, yeah. who's dependent on alcohol. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, taking the crack out of it. Taking the crack out of it. I think the writers did that about ten years ago, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very hit or miss. Very like, huge Simpsons it? fan, aren't you? You're, yeah, I do. do you I still watch it? I, I don't get a chance to watch the bloody thing yeah. because I'm at a stage now where if I sit down to watch something, it's the two of us, and she won't watch The Simpsons. So it's like, ah, what do you want to watch? No. What about this? No. This, yeah. Oh, well, stick on something generic, you know. Yeah. I scroll yeah. through my phone for an hour, you know. Yeah, I've got that with Ashley. We have vastly different tastes. Um, yeah. She's all into horror, and, you know, if there's a film with a fucking actor you've never heard of or full of actors you've never heard of, she'll watch it. Yeah. I'm like, what are you even doing watching that? Like, she's like, oh, yeah, that was shit. And yet you watched it all. <laughs> you were yeah. texting me like 20 minutes in going, yeah, this isn't great. I was like, oh, what time did you go to bed? <laughs> oh, probably about two o'clock. I said, up watching that film. I'm like, what, what, what am I at? Like, I don't know. So like, actually, yeah. what I've got her into now was True Detective. The first season of True Detective. Oh, that was very good. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. The second one was like, pushed up, but the first one. I never even like, seen, I never even watched the end of the second season. That's, that's, me neither. That, that was no, terrible. I, I, I uh, gave it up. But the third season is supposed to be excellent. No, I don't. Um, it's a completely different cast again. Isn't it? It's completely different. Yeah. Oh, all right. So okay. I got her to watch the first time and she's like, this is really cool. I was like, I've been telling you this for five fucking months. <laughs> it's like, if you had to just listen to me. Did you watch Line of Duty or did you watch anything yes, at all? Yes, I did. Did uh, you see the finale? Yeah. Did you, yeah. Did you watch it? I did, yeah. Oh, yeah. Still, yeah. Well, without, without, without spoiling it. Yeah, without spoiling it. What, what did you think? Yeah. No, I was um, I was a little bit under underwhelmed, but I think there's more it was to all it. right. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was all right. Like it wasn't. I know people were fucking saying it was all. Oh, this is a joke. This is a travesty. This is this. And I was like, nah, it was okay. I think there's more to it. Like it's still very yeah. open. And I know the writer Jed Mercury or whatever his name is. He was saying that um, they're they're going to sit down with the BBC and talk. And he was about a, a new series. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, hopefully. Do you, know, do you know what struck me about it? There was no mention of COVID. It was all talked about being done in 2020. That's right. And there was no COVID. There's no masks. There's like, I was like, all right, we're just going to ignore this. I know. <laughs> and even when you uh, see a scene where they walk into a pub or a cafe and none of them are wearing masks or anything and you go. It was interrupted, I think, wasn't it? Filming it had to stop. Yeah, it was halfway because of, because recorded of or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. No, I, I oh, do it was enjoy kind of it. nice as well, though, wasn't it? To go, oh, there's no COVID, there's no... <laughs> exactly. You, you know, don't want to be reminded of it. Was it was a bit yeah. of a relief, a, yeah. a bit of a relief around it. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, you one, Vicky McClure, though, she's brilliant. Ever, no, you haven't watched This Is England, have you? No, it's it's one uh, thing that's kind of in the back of my head that I wouldn't yeah, mind watching. The, the film and then the seasons, the series is mm. just amazing. I would say This Is England is probably the greatest piece of TV I've ever watched. Wow. Yeah, okay. oh, it's just amazing, the acting. Uh, Joe, I think I seen. I think I seen the movie. Did I see the movie? Yeah, it started out as the movie, and then so what they do then it was, was it like, the the young lad, the little skinhead young lad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. your man is in it as well, isn't he? The um, Stephen, what you call it, the Liverpoolian actor, um, Stephen Graham. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's fantastic. Oh, he's excellent. Character, I didn't realize he was in the Irishman. Oh yeah, yeah. He was in Gangs of New York as well. I never. I. I, yeah, I the Irishman. Fan of him. Yeah. I have um I have a little guide on my phone to when I do watch the Irishman to watch it in three sittings because 
we can't watch a movie that's over an hour and 20 minutes without having to watch it in two halves so you know what I mean because <laughs> you might pause it or get up to the kids or whatever yeah, or yeah, you know yeah. talking shite or something yeah. um, but I seen a little bit on Facebook the other day about the scene where he's in prison with Pacino and um, Al Pacino didn't know that when he was sitting down eating his ice cream he didn't know that uh, Stephen oh, Stephen Graham was it? Yeah, yeah. It was hand or Slaps it, yeah. And yeah. Pacino's reaction is real. You go, that, whoa! That, that takes <laughs> some fucking chops, doesn't yeah. it? Imagine yeah. having the balls to fucking come at Pacino that. like that, like. You but know. he, I think he said afterwards, he uh, he kind of leaned over and kind of patted his hand and said, "That was brilliant. Well done." You know. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, it's brilliant, and his, and his character, the way his character changes in the different seasons. So, like, it starts out with the movies and it's kind of set in the early eighties at the during the Falklands War, and then the season, the series, then starts two or three years later they're all mods you know they're skin skins mm-hmm. and oh and this is England yeah yeah and then they're yeah. mods and then um, what's the middle season I can't remember then the last season was kind of start, early 90s um, late 80s uh, of the rave scene um, wow. and it just develops the characters develop over and, mm-hmm. and there's a few years in between seasons so it's not like oh this is England is back next year yeah, yeah. you know there'll be two three maybe four years in between seasons and it's just it's yeah yeah. Like, yeah did you watch there's a new thing on it's uh, on channel 4 called Frank of Ireland did you see it no it's the, 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 the two Gleeson brothers uh, Donald Gleeson's Dom uh, Hall oh, Donald Gleeson <laughs> and uh, what you call it, the other guy Brendan Gleeson's sons, anyways. But yeah, yeah. Actually, it, I, I thought it was brilliant. It was like, it's it's just a great sense of humor. Mm. You know, it could be mm. a bit dark sense of humor, but I like that. You know, I can yeah, I yeah, can take yeah. that. Um, but yeah, very well written. Um, yeah, man, just just check it out. Just check yeah, that I shit out. Really. Seriously. Um, yeah. So watch the first. How one. We get onto that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to anyway. watch something. Uh, you were trying to watch something, but. Oh no! Yeah, anyway, you know. <laughs> another tangent. <laughs> let's give you some smiles and riles this week. Yeah, what's um, going on? Let me see. Just this morning, it always seems to happen every time I bring the kids to bloody crash and preschool. Um, I uh, told the young lad, Cormac, get your runners. Come on, we're <laughs> gonna go. We're gonna head and uh, put Nana's runners. And I realised one of them is absolutely soaking wet. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> Right, do you have other run- no, you don't have other runners. Jeez, no, I can't send a child to crash in slippers. I can't send them in wellies. <laughs> Fuck what they do. So there I was standing in the kitchen, late again for crash and preschool, with Laura's hair dryer shoved into his runner. Because <laughs> yesterday he got into the sand table that was left out during the good weather, except it pissed rained over the last few days, yeah. and now it's full of water and sand. And he got into that and decided, this is oh, great crack. This is brilliant. There's nothing better in the world I want to do right now than play with water mm. and sand. Mm. And uh, got a load of water into into his shoe. So there you go. That's how I spent my morning. Cleaning well, one day you shoe. make it a crash on time. Uh, yeah, I'll get there someday. Yeah, I have till September to try and get it right. And herself mm. goes to school, so she's going to big um, school. Yeah, big school September. So look mm. forward to that. Mm. Um, I. Uh, you have to still come on. You have to still come on and check in every. every of course, I will. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me see. Oh, KBC pissed me off. Um, KBC Bank. You know, we were talking to David mm. about it last week there. Mm. And uh, KBC sent me a new um, uh, debit card. 
Mm. And I was like, oh, why, why am I getting debit? Oh, yeah, okay, my debit card is out uh, at the end of next month or something. Like that. so that's mm. fine. Except I looked at the envelope and for some bizarre reason, I was able to read the number of my debit card through the envelope. Fuck. Because it looked like... Do you know the way it's obviously um, indents going across yeah, the card? Yeah, yeah, and, you know, yeah. um, it, it was like as if somebody got their finger and ran, ran it over. across the number so you could read it through the bloody envelope. Fuck. What the fuck? So I don't know if it's KBC or if it's fucking the postman or mm. somebody in the post office or whatever, but it's like it's the fucking lucky there's a three-digit code on the back of that motherfucker. Mm. Fucking hell. Like, I could read. Like, it obviously comes up backwards. But sure, mm. you can fucking read that handy enough. Take Doesn't a picture take of it. Science. Flip it. <laughs> Stick exactly. it in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah, so that pissed me off. Not that I have any money anyway, so if the fucking <laughs> if they got a hold of my card they'd end up. Oh uh, yeah, money. pure fucking Irish. Oh, so I no money. Oh, so I nothing. <laughs> fucking uh, nose touching the ceiling off all the money underneath the mattress. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking our stats for our listeners in the Cayman Islands. <laughs> ah, there we go. Thank you. <laughs> Yes, I'm uh, terrible bad back. Yes, all that fucking money under the mattress. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, that that pissed me off. Um, mm. Let's give you a smile, right? Um, I do my, my show on radio every Saturday from 11 to 2. And we come home, well, I come home, and we have a bit of lunch or have a bit of dinner um, later on the evening. And uh, what's lovely about it is um, the kids do listen. When I'm on, oh, nice. and the kid, you know, when yeah, I come yeah. back, then I'll be like, "Daddy, you played a song." I was born there recently, not to play Fleetwood Mac anymore. Um, by Quiva. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't like it. Do you know the song? Um, <laughs> Which song? Uh, tell me lies. Oh, tell no. me lies. Oh, that's a real radio song, lies. isn't it? Oh yeah, that's <laughs> and a you're enjoying it. I can see it. Like, yeah, yeah. Said, tell me lies. <laughs> What a fucking radio DJ. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get a chance to enjoy these songs because in between songs, mm. you're scrambling for stuff and trying to get stuff yeah, together yeah. and you're talking yeah. to people and trying to get stuff sorted. Like. But mm. um, I, uh, yeah, she warned me not to play that song anymore because she doesn't like it. All right, okay. <laughs> no. I'll, I'll, I'll tell our head of music. That's fine. But, <laughs> Is that um, you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I, uh, she said to me there the other day, she said... Daddy, you played a song on the radio and it was the song the little boy sang on the Late Late Show, toy, uh, the Toy Show. I went, how do you remember that? Like, mm. So what, what song was it, Quiva? And then I, I thought to myself, oh, it was the Giants. Was that the name of it? She goes, yeah. Oh, Dermot Kennedy. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> how did you remember that? Yeah, wow. And I, I was just fucking, I was floored by it because here was... A program she watched six months ago, mm. heard the song once, and then was able to tell me after listening to it six months after that that was the song that like I can't remember did they fucking <laughs> close the windows this morning you know what I mean did I put the bin out <laughs> and she can tell me about a song from six months ago fuck yeah. I uh, either stuff, she's yeah. very smart or I'm very fucking stupid you know, <laughs> yeah. maybe both a little from Gollum A from Gollum B <laughs> but I was just I was floored by it I was like what the fuck how'd you like how'd you know that mm. you know and it's not like like with us we see it on social media afterwards you know we see it on Facebook my RT might post it or people might post yeah, it yeah, oh that was yeah. amazing it was trending yeah, on Twitter yeah. or yeah. you know uh, but it, with her she obviously she doesn't have a phone she's not on social media she's not on the internet um, she just heard it once and heard it again six months later and said, oh yeah, that's the song. 
Yeah. Amazing. I'm fucking, I'm always taken aback by kids. I'm going to miss, going to miss that, man. I'm going to miss the, the, the kids talk, you know. It always, always, always makes me smiling. And don't think you're enough, going to knock the same crack over Michelle's Catholic. Oh, you can try. <laughs> <laughs> you better up your game, Michelle. You better get an interesting fucking cat. But it, Obi-Wan. Is <laughs> <laughs> the name of the cat. Is, isn't it annoying, though, when uh, if you're in work and no offense to anybody who doesn't have kids, obviously, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, if you're in work and you're, you're talking about kids because, you know, we do as parents, we talk about kids. You know, they're ninety nine percent of our daily they lives. Zoom a lot of your life, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> but if you're talking about whatever, you know, about kids or something, then somebody comes along and goes, uh, "Oh yeah, you never guess what my dog did the other day," and you're going, Pfft. "It's not the same." You know what I mean? With respect, <laughs> I it's just not the same. Well, by the same know. talk, they don't have the same emotional investment in our kids. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, but yeah, you, you, you got you a can, fucking you, kid. Good for you. You, you cannot compare your dog. <laughs> shiting in the back garden <laughs> to your child who's just achieved something or whatever no offence to anybody but I love dogs I absolutely love them uh, so much you go around fucking robbing them and giving them away to your father yes that was another story yes yes um, yeah yeah uh, we had some correspondence around that a few months ago that's remember? right actually yeah. was like oh she, she loved that story I, yeah I brought the wrong dog home to me out for that yeah my poor dad he got, it, got himself a dog it off an old one I know and tried to give me a fiver like ah no I'm just Sorry. bringing back to yeah. your dog that I robbed yeah. <laughs> make it a tenor I know um, you're Christopher but, uh, Walken and uh, Sam Bruges, Rockwell and Seven Psychopaths oh Seven Psychopaths yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so there you go but um, yeah so now um, but do you know what else I what made me well kind of smiled you know as I was saying to you by um, uh, you know everything we've done in the podcast it does it makes you think twice about things and people and I started reading uh, Paul Gascoigne's book Gaza mm. it's an old book I think it's like 2003 or something but so he's just he's an amazing autobiography or yeah autobiography yeah it, it's one of those books where you can hear his voice in your head when he's talking yeah, yeah. and it, it's it's written the way he's talking as well because sometimes it's like listening to a child you know mm. with Gaza mm. and anybody who who's heard Gaza telling stories or knows anything about him really you'll understand where that's coming from but yeah. he's um, he's just he's an amazing character but a very troubled character mm. you know with clear clear mental health issues he's been very open mm. about it mm. and uh, an incredibly talented footballer uh, but you know I'm always I'm always fascinated by the, the childhood side of, of footballers and they tend to they tend to have a, the same kind of theme, which is they never liked school. Um, the teacher used to always tell them to you know put down the book or put up pick up the book, put down the football because you'll never mm. be a professional. You know, you know teachers would always tell them, no, no, don't don't bother with that now because you know you need to learn your sums and this kind of stuff. Mm, mm. But um, and always there, there, there's a common theme about players didn't think they were as good as they are. You know, I they're always in in all autobiography books. Mm. You'd always hear players saying, um, "Oh, I never thought I was the best on the team," or uh, "I always looked at such a lad who was better than me, and he never made it as a professional after, but I did." So, mm. Um, mm. I don't know. Do we do we kind of um, undervalue ourselves, or is there a bit of low self esteem in there as well from from some well, it's people? Always, but it's always a thing, and it's not you know when you compare, you despair. 
Uh, we we were having mm. it before the, the con- before we started recording around uh, the kids and uh, speaking at a certain age. And oh yeah, hearing yeah. them to other kids mm. that are speaking and yours isn't or yours doesn't have the words and stuff like that. Yeah, you know what? Once you do, once you compare to anything, and we never compare ourselves to people that are worse. You know, You're right, always, yeah, yeah. and that's why because they'll always go, "Well, I was never, I was never as good as Ronaldo, or I was never as good as, or I was never as good as," mm-hmm. and we and we all do that, like, "Oh, geez, he's brilliant at this," or "Fuck, I wish I was able to do that," or you know, and Listen, you never you look know, at that person. Never say the same about you. Absolutely, yeah, because mm-hmm. we never look at the people that might look at us and go, "Geez, I wish I was able to do what he does," or something like that you know yeah yeah like I presume if you're at the top of your game you'll still look at somebody and go I'd like to be able to tackle like they can or I'd like to be able to hit the ball like they can you know and everybody's looking at the best in the world going Jesus they have it all you know yeah Um, but no like one of the the big themes around the childhood of uh, of Paul Gascoigne is Mm. um, issues there and clearly ADHD when he was a child and he um, like some of his stories are fucking hilarious you know mm. he'd be saying something like he would um, uh, he'd be driving along one day in a, a Mini Cooper he bought and he, he ran over a hippie <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> Christ <laughs> <laughs> you know stuff that's just so ridiculous or you know um, mm. halfway through a football tournament he he met a friend of his and he um he, he, he gave him a go on his new scrambler and he crashed that into a wall and ended up in hospital, you know. But it, it's always it's always an incident that just ends up being worse than it yeah. should be, you know. But yeah. like there there's a lot of sadness to it as well because uh, I think there's three occasions he described. Um as a child he'd um deaths of a friend. Three occasions, mm. two occasions. Uh, no, one was a cousin, one was a friend, and the other was the little brother of a friend who he brought to oh. the shop, and uh, he assured the mother, "Oh, I'll look after him; he'll be okay." Mm. Child walked out in the road in front of oh, a, a out to an ice cream van, hit by a car or something like that. Yeah, Jeez. and he describes, you know, the mother trauma, the mother. Yeah, exactly, and never getting treatment for it. And he said, you know, still to this day, well, this day would have been 2003 when he wrote the book. He still... Got treatment, though, didn't he? Fucking alcohol. Yeah, he did. That was his treatment. He did, and even though in the book, you know, he's saying, oh, I've I've done out, um, uh, what was it? It was like, um, nearly like a timeline, I think, of his life, and things that went right, things that went wrong, you know, good things, bad things, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, you can't help but read the book and go, I know you've fallen off the wagon since. Yeah, you know, yeah, while in the book yeah. he starts it off with "I'm doing well, I'm hoping to keep going," and you're going, "I know this didn't last," you know. Mm. But uh, yeah, there's a kind of poignancy to it. Then reading it with that in mind, yeah, isn't it? You're right. Like, there is. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're, you're full of hope here. You're this, you're that. Yeah. I know and you can hear, was. you know, family are saying, you know, you, um, this is your last chance. You know, if you, you you don't stay off the drink, and mm. or if you if you you get back on the on the wagon or off the wagon you're gone mm, so mm. it's uh, yeah it's 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 shocking in that sense but there's it you know it made me think about the um, the, the episode we did with um, um, with Stephen around drinking and mm. uh, sobriety and then with Connor around addiction where I I understand that alcohol isn't necessarily the, the addiction alcohol is the escape from the problem yeah yeah. 
you know so nobody drinks because they love the taste of beer you know nobody drinks because they're a connoisseur of um yeah. of wine as such yeah, well, you get you get a few hipsters that love a pain yeah but it's not not <laughs> six bottles of wine or 20 yeah. bottles of yeah. of beer uh, yeah, you know taste it after no that's it i i understand yeah. that but you know you're escaping the problem so mm. it's not the drink you have to worry about it's what's underneath the drink yeah you know. fueling it the why the same as I was saying with the eating disorders why yeah absolutely. why do you have an eating disorder why are you an addict mm. yeah. um, but uh, but one thing that occurred to me as well and I completely forgot about it uh, until I started reading the, the book about Gaza was he was talking about when he was younger he had these little ticks he used to do mm. and I completely forgot I used to do that as a kid you had a tick I did yeah the kind of little kind of like and I, I think I still do it every so often I think like a maybe shrug the shoulders or kind of mm. blink the eye or twitch the nose or something. Mm. I th- I think I still do it. I I don't know. I've just it made me conscious of it though when I was reading the book. I went fuck! Mm. I remember I used to do that. Mm. I used to have weird little kind of rituals. I used to had to do. Um, not a, not like an OCD thing, but just mm. I, I don't know to just maybe satisfy the brain or something. Mm. You know, like uh, if you touch a hot surface with one hand. You have to touch it with the other hand, just to even it out, or a cold surface with one hand, just to touch it with the other hand. Mm. But <laughs> one of the things I used to do. You wait till fifty fucking episodes to tell us this that you're fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake, man! <laughs> this, this is as you called the doorknob moment. This is a doorknob moment. Yeah, uh, the drop of fucking clangor Thanks, right I'm, I'm at fucking, the end. I'm, I'm fucking nuts. That's great to know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is what is did you do that up to? Um, I think it was about ten or eleven, maybe, because I remember I, I remember calling for a mate of mine, and one thing I had to do was um, when I knocked on the door, I had to knock the amount of times, uh, how, how, however old I was. So when I was nine, I had to knock nine times. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when yeah, I was knocking yeah. at the door, it's like knock, 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 knock. And I remember standing there one day going, Just be there for a while now, wouldn't you? <laughs> when I'm 40, when I'm 40, calling for this lad, he, he'll have the door answered and I'll still be knocking on it, talking to me. <laughs> well, leave it closed. I know you're there. Just leave you get it closed till I've finished. Are you well? Yeah. You're coming out. <laughs> But it, oh fuck I lost count I'm going to start again yeah. Close Close, <laughs> close. <laughs> But it's funny It kind of reminded me of um, I know you didn't watch it But uh, The Big Bang Theory Sheldon The mm. Big Bang Theory mm. He always had to knock Three times by three times On the door um, And it, it was, Yeah And he had to say the person's name In between the knocks So oh. if he's knocking He goes Amy 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 and then they answer the door. But I know one of the episodes where somebody answered the door after two knocks and he just stared at them and they closed the door so he could knock <laughs> again. That'd be, good. That'd be a good topic, actually. Let's get someone on that oh. might have... Uh, what what would you call behaviors. that or what would you... Yeah, probably some OCD behaviours. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, interesting. But I, How I, did I, it go away? Or do you remember it going away? Or did they just kind of gradually go away? Not really. Maybe I still do it a little bit. I don't know. Mm. Um, but uh, I don't know maybe it just gradually went away when it was just one of those things I don't know but, what did Gaza uh, do? Um, yeah he had like a vocal tics mm. where he'd have to make a noise like a gulp mm. so every so often it'd be like mm, mm, or whatever you know 
mm-hmm. um, or there was something with his um, everything had to be lined up or something like that. Like he possibly fucking autistic man. Yeah, could be. There is a link between yeah. uh, like uh, there's a link between ticks and there's a link between um, oh what's the other thing Tourette syndrome and then there's a link between Tourette syndrome and autism. And yeah, like put me Carson down to. <laughs> <laughs> I got a fucking I'm Asperger's and it might be a little bit Tourette's so fuck off <laughs> <laughs> they didn't give you a card for Tourette's did they no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> fuck them <laughs> guns 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 but yeah it'd be yeah, interesting that, that, that's the things they look at for, for in young kids of like that lining things up where everything has to be in order yeah yeah sort of that, one of the things that to look for in autism with kids he had to line his clothes up every night for the morning and it had to be a particular way and all this kind of mm, stuff. And, mm, yeah, so um, that's, that's exactly one of the things I'd be looking at. Mm, but uh, no, it would be, and funny but enough. Like, you know, that they, that sport can become an escape, you know, so they can't deal with school. So, yeah. you know, you you throw yourself into playing football. because With a lot of, um, uh, that's a common theme as well. And a lot of, like, I love football. You, re- you, read, you read a lot of football biographies. I do, yeah. No, I, yeah, I love football. Yeah. But mm. um, I love the psychology of it. And mm. it was one thing Connor said on our episode of Addiction. If you haven't listened to that, if you're listening to this right mm. now, have a listen to that episode next. It's fantastic. And Connor spoke about his escapism was um, football, mm. playing Gaelic right. and was going to the gym. That, that was his. Player, didn't he? Uh, I think he played. I think, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and it, it's a common theme that people play sport in order to just escape and Richie Sadlier mm. was another book uh, I read recently who became mm. a psychotherapist yeah, that's right. and his escape was um, playing football his dad was an alcoholic and his parents separated and he just and it, it is like football is a great escapism for, for young kids where you can go out mm. you can go out into the field you can kick a ball against a wall or whatever and all of a sudden you're not you know you're not Alan you're yeah, yeah. you're the guy who's playing up front for Man United scoring a goal in the Maradona, FA Cup final. You're, yeah, you're Pele, you're yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo. Kid, yeah. yeah. Who are you? I'm Ronaldo. No, I know for I'm Ronaldo. You can't be him, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can be Gary Neville. I don't want to be Gary Neville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're Phil Neville. Fuck that football pants. Football pants. Getting in on the man. <laughs> Pity the two lads have retired this last ten years, but you know, <laughs> you're getting there, you're working your way up. Okay. You're on you're on series seven. <laughs> Of the of the Premier League, the Premier League. <laughs> oh, is that fucking United winning again? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just thought it was interesting. But mm. you know, sometimes, did you ever get that yourself? I know you said with um, with clients who had Aspergers, it kind of mm. it triggered something which are not triggered, but kind of mm. you know, it, it was yeah, something yeah. familiar to yourself. Yeah. But did you ever read a book and go, "Fuck, I did that," <laughs> you know? Or I remember doing that when I was younger. Yeah, mostly fucking psychology books. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh shit. <laughs> but there is there's psychology in everything though. In, yeah, in every yeah, story, yeah. there is in every yeah. in every body story and mm. every program, TV show, in every bloody song, there's psychology. You mm. know. Yeah, it's all it's all a piece of someone. Mm. And you know, everything we do and you know, I've had clients and they might say something or they might do something and I'll be like, oh, and I'll say it, Oh, you done that. Oh, not everything has to mean something, but it does. It does, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, why? Because I said, oh, I had a, you know, the Freudian slip. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, fuck that person. I was like, oh, fuck that person. Oh, no, I meant, oh, good luck to that person. Or, 
yeah. you know, oh, oh, just nothing. It means nothing. Or there's the uh, there's a good, there's not many um, psychotherapy jokes, but uh, one of them is uh, uh, as how, in how there's med- no crack in psychotherapy. <laughs> no, uh, there's there's two jokes. There's two there's two jokes that they can think of, and one of them is uh, how many Freudians does it take to to change a light bulb? Uh, one to change the light bulb and the other one to hold the penis. I mean ladder. <laughs> 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 and then the other one is something like um, something. How many how many therapists does it take to change the light bulb? None. The light bulb has to want to change. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. If anyone else has any other good therapy jokes, let me know. But they're about the only two that I that can ever brilliant. remember. That yeah, is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you know something? I want to bring up something that um, uh, Lisa texted me about. We had Lisa on there a couple oh, yeah. of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about allergies. Remind me a Gaza story, actually, before you know when we when we get into that. I have a good Gaza story for you. Oh, cool! There's yeah. loads of great Gaza yeah. for anybody. But this, on- this one won't be in the book. This is this is firsthand. Yeah. Oh wow! Look forward to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, Jesus, Gaza is great, and other people have great stories about Gaza. You know, it's how funny he was. But uh, Lisa Nolan joined us there a couple of weeks ago on the episode about allergies. And mm. fair play to Lisa. You know, she came on. She spoke to us about her daughter Hallie and the allergy mm. she has, and the day to day impact it has on your mental health as a parent or on the, the child mm. uh, or on adults as well. And um, she just got in touch. She just wanted to raise as well that. Um, some hospitals aren't catered towards uh, people with uh, food allergies. So if you're if you have a food allergy and you're in hospital, uh, some hospitals won't be able to feed you. Fuck. Mm. Jesus. So there you go. Um, because they can't meet your dietary uh, requirements, they can't keep dairy separate, fish separate, or whatever from whatever they're doing. Which is mm. Which, mm. a bit unusual because you know within them hospitals they'd have dietitians, you know, and. Yeah. Like in the UK, I know whether to have the, the space or the facilities. Yeah, or that's the it. The hospital may be to facilitate the separation or. Mm. Jesus. But you've you've won in ten in the UK. I don't know about Ireland, but I know in the UK from just reading studies, you've one in ten who suffer from um, food allergies. One in ten. Fuck. You know, so you nine other people when he has a food allergy mm. that you may not know of. Yeah. But you know, I'm allergic to vegetables. <laughs> that's that's psychological, yeah. <laughs> not physical. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I just wanted to raise that. But now I do have to say that when um, we had Cormac, um, our two-year-old who has food allergies, mm. we had him in hospital over a, about a year and a half ago. Um, he he did he got his meals. Um, made up for him and they were all labelled separately and everything so after the hospital in Mullingar were absolutely mm. fantastic when it came to that so well, I'm down there next week to bring the mother down the Mullingar hospital yeah, yeah. really let's well, give you a shout if I'm around to give you a shout dude give me a shout yeah, <laughs> yeah I only live around the corner from the place sure. oh do you yeah. there, there we are there now we're allowed to visit I'm in for a cup of tea we might I'm be recording a live podcast next week we will do yeah. in person <laughs> with Bridgie yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be four hours long one, one, one thing you know about Bridgie within four seconds is Bridgie's a celiac <laughs> yeah so yeah I do give me a shout man give me a nah, shout, give a shout but I have to say they are um, 
Uh, they were fantastic uh, without, mm. but Lisa just wanted to raise that point you know again fair play to Lisa she came on she told us uh, her story and um, I think it's resonated with a few people a few people got in touch a few people have shared it and mm. um, uh, have spoken about um, how we're we're talking about things that um, aren't normally spoken about in terms of food yeah. allergy and the seriousness of it I enjoyed I enjoyed that episode yeah one of my favourites something something that I I could learn from you know because normally yeah. it's me fucking spouting shite that I already know <laughs> you know when you talk you're only saying what you know when you yeah, listen true, you learn something new so yeah, yeah. You know, it was an opportunity for me to learn something new and I do enjoy learning new things good good mm. um, but uh, yeah so check that out if you haven't done already and uh, you know one of the things that's trending recently is um, this, the recent study got to do with the effects on your, your mental health on our youth's mental health from mm. cannabis lately. Mm. And, you know, there's a lot of talk about it. There's, um, you know, a study recently saying that it's probably one of the biggest um, enemies of our, our youth's mental health is is cannabis. And mm. I always thought cannabis was something that was, ah, it's harmless. You know, it, it's a yeah, harmless yeah, drug. Yeah. It's it's only this and, you know, people smoke it to get a bit of a high and that's it. You know, alcohol is worse and such and such. But, you know, it wasn't until Emer came on and told her story about cannabis-induced psychosis that kind of made me go, oh, hold on for a second. You know, this is, mm. this is different. And mm. if anybody hasn't heard it, it's episode 36 and Emer tells uh, us her story and she tells it so well. And, you know, you're nearly there. You know, I can imagine being there. I can imagine being there at the train station when she thought that, um, to, you know, everybody was against her and, you know, the website was against her by not letting mm. her book a train home and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, it's something that, you know, people are probably very, I don't know, maybe they don't take cannabis too seriously. Like, ah, it's only this, this, this. Okay, well, look, just have a listen to this episode and it might change your mind. It might make you think twice. That's mm. all I have to say about that. Mm. Just it might make a thing twice. But um, do you think it should be legalised or do you think it should still be illegal? I think it should be legalised because you're not going to. You're not going to get rid of it. Um, mm-hmm. I think it should be controlled. I think it should. Um, you know, and I've, I've clients that have been addicted to, to weed and they're going like, I don't know what the fuck they're putting in weed now, like, but it just... It's fucking blown. It'll blow the head off you. Like I've heard that as well. From what I've read online, is yeah. it's not the same as what it used to be. Yeah, apparently, it's, so it's so synthetically, you know, uh, doctored now that you know they can get it. Oh, this will give you this kind of buzz. This will give you that kind of buzz. And, you so know, you're, the, the it, it's it's not exactly nature. You're 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 fucking with nature. It's your yeah, um, yeah. Uh, what you call it when they marry the the the, the veg together. I forget the name. Anyway, mm. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, but yeah. It's, no, it's, I think I think it should be legalized. Um, and you know, I don't I don't smoke. Um, but I think I think the government are missing out big time. Like you know, you can there you go. All right, people are going to smoke it, right? Okay, well let's let's manu- let's control it. Mm-hmm. Let's tax it. Let's they're going to do it anyway. Um, and I know people. Oh yeah, but you legalize drink, and I was like, nah, fuck that. Like you know, that's that's a whole other conversation. Like, but if if it's controlled and it's taxed and regulated, regulated, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like yeah, and like I I I don't think that if they if they legalize it in the morning, I can't see me run into the shop to smoke a joint. No, you know, I can't see any of my friends or family going. Oh, quick! It's legal. We can all go do it now. 
you know, I, I can't see that happening. If you want it, it's you know? not hard to get, like. Exactly, you if you want go, it, you where, know where, somebody. Where would I get yeah. a joint? Oh, uh, oh, hang on, I'll ask me, I'll ask me cousin there. Oh, yeah, what, what do you want? How much do you want? Yeah. You'll get it if you want it. Like. Of course you will, yeah. You know. Um... But, uh, yeah, yeah, look, and, you know, we've seen the effects of cannabis oils and all that kind of stuff, positive effects mm, on people, mm. you know, uh, medicinally. I think they're they're legalised, though, aren't they, to a certain extent, I think. Which? Um, the cannabis oils. Yeah, but it's not regulated again. It can be mm. anything no, of course. as well. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, I actually had a client who had a, had a, that had a huge impact. Had a fucking... That really impacted him. He was told, oh, yeah, try, try, the, try the CBD for the anxiety and... Mm. You know, what they don't tell you is if you're on medication, they can fuck yep. with you. You yeah, have underlying that's, conditions on yours. Yeah. yeah, psychosis, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, like the, I'm, I'm with you on that. I do think it should be, uh, it should be legalised. But, um, you know, people just, you, you just have to listen to, have to listen to Emer's story and mm. it, it will make mm. you think twice, you know. Did, did you ever smoke? Did you ever try it? Or? Yeah, when I was a teenager. Yeah. yeah. It was into hip-hop, you had to. Yeah, of course, yeah. You never got weed, though. It was only fucking shit hash. It was hash. <laughs> Ten spot of hash. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Such shite. I never, never liked it. No. <laughs> never liked it. Never really got a high. I was just fucking sick of the, the intake of inhaling the tobacco with it. I was the same because I didn't smoke. I did. I tried it years ago, but because yeah. I didn't smoke... Um, I, I just felt a burn in my chest and went I can't fucking I, I'm, yeah, that's rotten. disgusting unless yeah. you were a regular smoker and you could yeah, you could withstand yeah. that going into your lungs mm. like otherwise like fuck you, you know yourself if you're cooking something and it starts to burn over the pan Catch, yeah, and it catches yeah. you in the back of the jaw that's bad yeah. never mind inhaling 100% of it into your yeah. lungs like fuck do you, know what, do you know what I think is hilarious here and, I, and I'd see it and the neighbours you'd see the neighbours outside that go outside for a fag like mm. they, you won't have the smell in your house but you'll breathe it into your lungs. Into your lungs, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> I want to protect these cushions I bought. In yeah, Argos. yeah. Jeez, <laughs> oh, I don't want the walls getting stained. I don't want yeah. to smell the smoke on the couch. <laughs> yeah, but my lungs are as black as yeah. the fucking <laughs> ace of spades. So that's all right. I don't mind that. Nobody can yeah. see that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely. You know, we um, have a listen to that episode. I mean, um, maybe if they just decriminalise it. Maybe if they don't legalise it, at least decriminalise it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, true. Like, you know, if you become addicted to it, as we were saying earlier, it's not it's not the the drug you become addicted to. It's what you're trying to escape using the drug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, so yeah, there you go. But uh, what was your favorite episode, by the way? Jesus, um, of the fifty, I don't know. know no, um, have to scan through them. I tell you, everyone else's favorites. Do you know? Have you seen the stats? Do you no. Know? No, I have an idea. I have an idea. All right, but throw, throw a guess there. Let's, okay, let's see okay. what, you're, what you're putting in the top 10. Uh, top 10, Jesus. I'd say... Funny enough, I'd say the first one we did is probably up there in the top 10. It's um, in the, the top first four. one we did. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. It's just called Who Are You? It just gives you yeah. an insight into us and, you know, our stories and um, uh, the music like we used me. to make. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you're the interest. I'm the boring fucker. You're no, the, the interesting no, no, no. one. Well, you're um, already out there finding out about your takes. Ah, well, look. Now, for anybody who's just tuned in, by the way, it's not like... Uh, Tick should find in a dog or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are from Mullingar. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> oh, Fuck Jesus. you. <laughs> Jesus, Peter. Um, loneliness has to be up there, I'd say. Loneliness is. Loneliness, yeah. you, you didn't think that one. Did you know? No, I, at I, that time, you're like, yeah. Yeah, you're like, really? I was like, I'm telling you. 
No, it's, and it, um, that's, that's why I want to learn seven. a bit more. No, no. Wow, I, I never knew number Logi six. Is sorry, so yeah. uh, so prevalent in society, mm. but it obviously mm. is. You know, mm. I thought loneliness. Year. Yeah, that's it. But look, I I thought it was you know. Um, old person living on their own in the house mm. with no family mm. left or whatever everybody's up and gone you know that's not necessarily loneliness as you pointed yeah. out plenty of people could be happy <laughs> like that you know mm. Mm. but uh, yeah, yeah that, being that alone doesn't make you lonely yeah. absolutely yeah uh, suicide suicide is number seven number seven loneliness is six suicide is seven yeah uh, anxiety big one as well number two number two uh, self esteem Number one. There's my fucking autism. I have my shit count. Five. Number five. five. Uh, depression. Number three. Number three. My goodness. Um, let me see. Therapy. No. Oh, therapy's not up there. Make the top ten. That was our episode and just discussing what, what goes on when you go through therapy. Um, CBT. Number one. Number one. The CBT. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. Um, Self-harm. Self-harm is number eight. Number eight. And that was something that a lot of people came to us and wanted us to do Mm. uh, an episode on on self-harm. I'd like to uh, do another one of that, actually speak to someone. Really? Around us, yeah. Oh, right. Get somebody to do self-harm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Let me see. I'm kind of of running out of ones here. What about uh, mindfulness? That's hardly up there, is it? No. No. Uh, Borderline personality? No, disorder. close though, close. Okay, we Sean on talked about that, and that was yeah. that was great. I enjoyed that episode. Yeah, that was um, some story, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, what a Jesus! Yeah, what a story. Mm. Uh, let me see. Is addiction addiction up there? No, no. Oh, you've right. got okay. them all. You've got them all so far. Uh, bar bar who or what? Bar number ten. So bar not borderline, but very close to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, bipolar. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, bipolar. Trauma. Bipolar. That was a, that was so a great down. story as well. Bipolar, trauma, self harm. Oh, you missed trauma. Uh, suicide, loneliness, self esteem. Who we are? Who are you? First episode. Depression, anxiety, and then CBT. And at number one, that's mm. that's the top ten. Interesting. I knew anxiety and depression would be big, and the self esteem, yeah, self esteem yeah. and loneliness. Those four I knew because they're four of the most common things that I work with. They, you would see them on a yeah, regular basis. Yeah. Anyways, it, yeah. it would match. It would match with what I deal with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what was your favorite? Um, I, I probably don't have a favorite episode. Like, I'm, yeah, you know, yeah. some of them, you know, really enjoy enjoy talking to um talking to Sean uh, Connor as well in addiction. Connor is an amazing mm. story uh, on addiction. Um, one of the, you know, one of the big moments for me was when we did EMDR, and we spoke yes. to uh, Helen, and Helen yeah. wasn't a real name. But yeah. Helen got in touch with we us. We have to keep watching that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hang on, mate. Go back there. I'm after calling you. <laughs> yeah. Man, Alan, we're playing you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Okay, well, um, to, in, to, to be fair to me, her, her name was the screen name on screen. So every time I was looking at her, her, her actual name yeah, was there. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that was throwing me off. Um, that was a great, yeah, great story. And we were yeah. very lucky to get that. You know, I, she was involved in a, in a high profile rape case and. You know, she was approached by tabloids, you know, to yeah. tell her story. And, you know, she chose to, she didn't want it to become about the rapists. You know, she yeah. wanted to tell her story. And, you know, we were we were blessed to get Absolutely that. Absolutely honoured, you know. And, and that's mm. the thing, you know, um, the person who who raped Helen, 
um, was high profile. Yeah. He would have been known to the public. Yeah. And, you know, in fairness to Helen, she sent us on the articles and all that. And mm. um, we uh, I'm trying not to give anything away whatsoever. But we can see where she's coming from with her story that it wouldn't be her story. It would be the story yeah. of his story because he's high profile. He would sell tabloids by splashing him in the front of it or whatever. It wouldn't mm. be her. She would be the victim in this, you know, and he mm. would be the... Uh, it would be his story but you know I'm delighted that we could give Helen that platform to say tell us your story Mm. we don't want to hear about him we want to hear about you you know and it's often the story that goes brushed under the rug you know Mm. know, when you see court cases you see people okay people getting justice but what happens after the justice yeah you know it doesn't make everything okay it doesn't mean that the problem has gone away you know and um you know, and it's one of the reasons why we love to hear people's story because mm. we want to highlight this because people relate to people and yeah. Yeah. you know people are listening in they're hearing this going oh god that was me or that sounds familiar and that that's part of healing as well when you hear other yeah. people go through this yeah. as well you know what I mean and, and we've had people come on that uh, actually I think I think Helen had come on after listening to Chris Pender that's his, right yeah Chris's yeah. story yeah that was another amazing mm. story alright yeah Chris was our um, first guest on mm. mm-hmm, that's right and um, um, you know we had um, yeah Helen came on and we we had other guests that came on because of other guests mm. you know um, we had so many people come on saying you know I was inspired by listening to such and such who was on with you before and yeah. um, you know it's just yeah it's it, it snowballs as I was saying to you earlier it, it becomes not about our podcast it becomes about the people's podcast yeah yeah. it's no, belonging to them it's not yeah. belonging to us anymore so um, we're in a great position to, to give people that platform to, to tell their story absolutely and you know for people if we have and like that you know for, for with Helen's story and around rape you know if you have a story around rape like don't don't think just because we've we've covered a topic that you know we don't cover it again or you know we don't want mm-hmm. to hear your story you know, because everyone's story and there may be similarities but you know everyone's story is going to be completely different so mm. don't don't think just because we've covered something or another guest has spoken about something because and it's it's and i i kind of said it to you at the start of you know and i've said it to people coming on and guests like we want your story okay if you're coming on to flog something that's fine like that's mm. no problem but it comes at a cost and the cost is we want your story we want to know who you are what makes you who you are what's what you've been through what's mm-hmm. you know because that's what people resonate with yeah, to relate to. I don't listen to an episode and go, oh well, look, I I had addiction as well, but it it wasn't mm. as bad as Connor, so there's no point mm. getting in touch. You know, as you yeah, say, there's yeah. no hierarchy of pain. Yeah, you know so what I mean. There's no point listen. coming in and yeah. saying, ah, oh, well, look, is that an Irish thing? You know, do we oh, do that? Oh, you know, it's Jesus a case of, oh, you think you're bad, but what about Seamus? You know, ah. what about poor old Seamus? And he was this, yeah. this, this. All right, well, that means <laughs> I no longer have pain. Okay, yeah. you know. Well, what I get, I I get the opposite of that with a lot of clients where they downplay their suffering. Oh, I've gone, oh, but should I just say, like, sure, I know that's nothing. Like, I know what I'm going through. That's nothing compared to the stuff yeah. that you might hear. You know, they, they, they'll go the other way with it mm-hmm. of minimizing their own suffering. I'm like, let's just let's just worry about you here now. Like, yeah. let everyone, or the same with people in lockdown go, oh, look, sure, I know everyone's the same. It's like, fuck everyone else. And, you know, mm. let them worry about themselves. Let's there. talk about you. Yeah, when you're in here now, this is your experience, and this mm-hmm. is this is relative for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but uh, yeah like it, it, it I don't know is it an Irish thing or it, something yeah, we do you know thing, yeah. it's it's nearly like you know you're in you're in work uh, you know the canteen table or something and you know you could yawn and somebody goes um, oh you're you're tired yeah mm. oh, sure up this morning since six. Oh, really? I'm awake since half five. Four. Really. Yeah. <laughs> the, all right. Sorry. I don't feel as tired as I do now because yeah, you're awake yeah, at four. Exactly, you know. Your pain is your pain. That's what I'd say to clients, and I think Sean, Sean, that we had on our borderline was going on about uh, what's he say? What was the expression he had? I was a child in the. Or I had a, a big dose of the eighties or something like that, wasn't it? Oh and yes. Basically, been fucking battered growing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, and uh, you know, I get that with clients all the time. Master, look, that was the times. I was like, yeah, that's all well and good. I said, but do you think that provides any comfort to that five, six year old that you're mm-hmm. saying, I th- you know, why? There's no, why are you crying for sure? Anto down the road, he's getting bet as well. Like, mm. oh, that's on grass. Or all right, so that's great. yeah, that doesn't hurt there now anymore. Yeah, the person yeah. that's supposed to be my fucking caregiver is the mm-hmm. one battering me. That's okay. That doesn't affect me now. So, absolutely. You know, even uh, maybe kids in school nowadays could be getting a bit of psychological bullying. Mm. You know, there's no point saying to them, yeah, well, we used to get a stick across our back years ago. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it's yeah. still bullying is bullying, be it mm-hmm. a big thing, a small thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't make it um, any, just make it any better if it's not as bad as somebody else is getting it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah. fuck it, it's still your issue. It's still your, your problem mm-hmm. or it's still something that's happening to you. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, man, I wouldn't have known any of this shit if it was for this podcast. Yeah. So there you go. Hopefully, hopefully other people are feeling are the same. They've learned. Mm. And I think, you know, just because, you know, just to say to people, if they're new tuning in or you haven't listened to all the other episodes, just because a topic isn't something that you might be interested in, it doesn't mean you won't get something from someone's story. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, oh, EMDR. Man, what the fuck do I know about EMDR? I don't need to know about that. But what you miss out on is you miss out on an amazing story or. True, you know, yeah you know the sexual abuse or whatever that uh, that we covered with Chris and mm-hmm. you know I wasn't no I was like no but listen you know because these are just people yeah and I know sometimes the the head the headings could be a bit daunting when you're mm. looking at them and you're mm. going uh, you're reading stuff like um um trauma uh, sexual trauma abuse, depression. yeah <laughs> depression you know yeah. when you click on it you'd imagine you're going to get Oh, depression is going to be all talk depression. Actually, depression was probably one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> okay, a good crack on that one. We, we, uh, yeah, in a bit of a weird way, we knocked a bit of crack out of it. Because I remember I remember after recording it, went, wow, we knocked crack out of depression. And suicide. <laughs> Nobody wants to click on listen to suicide at 8 o'clock in the morning when you're heading to work. But, yeah. you know, we, we try and knock a bit of crack out of it. And I think that's that's something that resonated with people. That mm. it, it, And it's one of the things we, we set down in our the foundations of making this podcast was right it's going to be a bit of crack we're not going to be all serious we're not going to be yeah, technical yeah. we're not going to confuse people it's just two lads talking about mental health mm. and uh, I remember when we started we said look we're two lads you know we, we'll kind of aim it towards lads mm. and then we found out a lot of our listeners are women <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I, I don't yeah. know uh, was it something we did consciously or I don't know <laughs> you yeah know? it was um but yeah, we. I think, I think we did a good job, though. I think we've, I think we've done a good job um, of, you know, raising a lot of things around men's mental health, and mm-hmm. um, you know, having conversations that probably wouldn't wouldn't have been had. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think we've, I think we've done a, of that. I'm certainly proud of. 
given a male perspective on a lot of things absolutely look I'll, yeah. I'll stand by anything we've done here it's one of the proudest things I've ever done is putting this podcast together and just seeing mm. the thousands and thousands of thousands of people who, who come along and listen to this and mm. um, people have got in touch you know they shared their stories and you know um, you know we, we saved a life that was great to hear um, yeah. you know we, we, we changed perspectives we changed people we uh, you know and I, I probably sound like we saved the fucking world here we haven't but we've <laughs> saved somebody's world yeah yeah well we, we've saved one mm. for an absolute fact because Phil emailed us and told us that he, mm. was, he was ready to kill himself until he uh, until he listened to the podcast mm. someone you know someone sent it on to him Mm-hmm. Here's here's interesting. Just as it currently stands, you know, as you talk about that male and female, forty eight percent female, forty eight percent male, three percent non specified, one mm. non binary. Wow. So as it stands on through the Spotify stats, yeah, it's yeah, absolutely neck and neck, male, male, female. That's amazing. Yeah, mm. and um, and it's always kind of it's always kind of hovered around that. Sometimes it might um, shift a little bit. Uh, one might be forty six, the other one fifty. You know, this kind of thing. It's always kind of remained fairly level one yeah. goes up a little bit the other one goes but it's, it's always been stable enough around um, male female listenership I know what you mean yeah 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 uh, no look it's an amazing thing to have it's an amazing thing to do and we're just completely humbled by the whole thing and mm. um, you know and look it's not coming to an end this is going to keep going yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, we're just we're changing the format slightly that's all yeah. but um, you know Snake you might have enjoyed a bit more big snake off Snake off. Remember that? Remember that when you were Sly kid? off. Yeah. yeah. Fly off. Yeah. 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 My time has just become limited. Yeah. Um, work is getting busier. Life is getting busier. And although I love doing it, I'm really going to miss just sitting down and chatting to you. Mm. Even about yeah, nothing. that's that's, I, yeah, that, that, that's that the one. thing, you know. It's it, you know, give me about a week or two and be like, uh, Alan, Alan, are you there? <laughs> Alan, Alan, yeah, it's Peter. Peter Dunn. Who? Yeah, I used to do the podcast with you. Do you remember the mental health uh, one? Uh, yeah, no, do you remember? Do you remember Gandhi, Jandy? Jandy John Gandhi Jandy yeah <laughs> oh man oh that's one of the best fucking laughs on this podcast yeah I swear to god yeah when yeah, you yeah. mixed up the quote from Gandhi with John Gandhi <laughs> was it yeah I always liked that that quote that you had before from John Candy be the change that you want to see in the world <laughs> It's like fucking hell, Uncle Buck was deep. <laughs> I listen back to episodes trying to find that clip because I'm positive you said that. I'm positive. No, it was Gandhi, man. It was definitely fucking Gandhi. John Gandhi. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we had some good laughs. We had some good laughs over, oh, yeah, yeah. over the yeah, episodes. Crack. Yeah. yeah, really enjoyed them, yeah. you know. And sometimes you know sometimes we record podcasts in the morning sometimes in the evening and yeah. um, sometimes be late there's in the evening there's a definite difference <laughs> yeah and so, sometimes yeah. we're fuck tired but I mean yeah. I, I, you know I think we've always worn our heart on our sleeve and we've never come out and said something like um, you know ah everything's great in the world and blah 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 and how are you mm, and blah. Mm. no we've come on and went I'm bollocks tired yeah, you know because yeah, yeah. you know you listen to the radio and you have to be perky and you have to be mm, upbeat mm. and positive and everything now fuck that man we're two humans we're two people yeah. we, we have yeah. good days we have bad days we 
you know, we, we cannot crack out of each other. Some days we can't not fucking crack out of each other. But some days you can mm. go into a podcast mm. going, I've no energy for this shit. Like, I haven't, I've slept fuck all in the last two nights, you know. Really? And yeah, I'm, I'm bollocks tired, but I can feel myself perking up. Just not here. sleeping up. I, I don't know. I don't know. I was I, I was that tired that I just wasn't tired. Over, over tired. Do you know that? Yeah. <laughs> over tired. The awful lad, the two kids, I think it was for the awful severe or something like that. And two young lads were coming out. All right. You know, they're, they're like the owlads. Oh, the, yeah. Their parents yeah, yeah. go, and the two of them look at each other and go, overtired. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh, I had that I had that last week with James. It was like, oh, 10 o'clock. I was like, dude, it's fucking three hours. Like, mm. you know, and I'm just, and you're trying to say it to him, like, just go sleep. I guarantee you're going to feel better if you just, you're just yeah, overtired. Yeah, yeah. And, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, that book. There's the one Samuel Jackson reads, Go to Fuck to Sleep. <laughs> I've heard of it yeah. <laughs> I should watch that one anyone that hasn't seen that just google Sam Jackson go to fuck to sleep it's this kid's book and it's Sam Jackson reading it and it's like go to fuck to sleep <laughs> oh, I have to check that out you know yeah. you can get Samuel L. Jackson as your voice of Alexa no way is yeah it? you can download it oh, and he'll fuck. yeah there's not like that on google I wonder I don't think so Mm. Oh, um, that'd be brilliant imagine that yeah. take your own tea motherfucker yeah. <laughs> I ain't fucking telling you shit <laughs> weather yeah. today is going to be sunny motherfucker <laughs> you, you white motherfucker put on some sun, sun cream <laughs> yeah I can imagine Samuel stop I dare you I double dare you <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> uh, we definitely don't do a good Samuel L. Jackson no definitely not no that's it's it's up that's there with Peter <laughs> yeah. Peter Kay hello my name is Peter Kay garlic bread garlic bread in my mouth oh, fuck <laughs> is that is that racial profiling or um, yeah. culture what, what, Bolton, is it? What's is the, yeah he's cultural appropriation cultural appropriation and funny enough yeah. that got me thinking can you imagine the amount of great artists we'd miss out on if culture appropriation was something back in from the 50s plus well, you'd have no Elvis, wouldn't you? Know? You'd have no Elvis for starters. You're right. Yeah, you'd have no yeah. Elvis. You know, you'd have no. Um, you'd definitely have no fucking Eminem. You know, one yeah, of the greatest yeah. rappers of all time. You know, yeah. when when he's on, yeah, when he's off. He's like McElroy. When McElroy's on, like no one can touch him. But then when mm. he's off, he's fucking shit. And yeah. Eminem is the same. When he's on, he is definitely one of the greatest rappers of all time. And I, then when he's off, you're like, what the fuck are they babbling about? I think with Eminem, he tries so hard to be the best lyricist that he just loses himself in himself. Now, he is one of the greatest, no doubt about it. But he just tries to be too tight. I think and you're going, ah, lad, you're going to explode. You know? <laughs> no, I think it kind of uh, it coincides with uh, his drug use. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely like drugs are bad, okay? <laughs> like off the fucking drugs, man. <laughs> Eminem, if you're listening songs. to this, listen to episode 36. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, no, look. Good. Did you have that in front of you? Episode 36, Cannabis and Juice Psychosis. I did, yes. No, do you not know them off by heart, no? No, I fucking... I forgot. I forgot <laughs> some ones. We did. Hold on, let me double check. It is episode 36. It is 36. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, I was scanning through them there, and there was like 37, Toxic Masculinity. Don't even remember that episode. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's funny enough. Listen back to them yourself, even. You know. Yeah, yeah. Probably parts you forget. Um, yeah. But do you, know, uh, do you know what was a cool one that we had? Homeboy Sandman. 
Yeah, I really enjoyed that. That was a cool one, yeah. yeah. I always, always remember they made it on the next one. You know, he goes, M and Nobby, and then you go, Oki Doc! Fuck's sake, man! <laughs> we were doing good, he gave us a bit of street cred. Oki Doc! We leave it there. That was, that was a cool episode. That was, you know, to, to listen to that story. And, yeah. And it, it's it effectively about a song about trauma. Mm. Mm. And. Uh, yeah, his story, we dig into that song and like Homeboy Sandman is one of the most respected underground rappers out there. Mm. And we're delighted that he came on to talk to us and, mm. um, you know, even he stayed on longer with us. You know, we said to him, yeah. Look, if you're yeah. if you're finished here, man, it's fine, you know, because um, I think it was like lunchtime it yeah. around in New York. And he said, no, 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 we'll keep going, we'll keep yeah. going. Had to so, skate off to see some shorty, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he to see a what? At the shorty. Yeah, no, a shorty. Yeah, a shorty. Sorry, homeboy. I'm just going to see me shorty now. I'll be back. I'm going to pick up an old forty with me shorty. <laughs> so I remember he had the he had the um, he had he had to take the phone call. Um, oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, babe. No, man. I'm just I'm just cutting it up with these two cats in Ireland, man. I'm like, oh, it's, you'll never be that cool. We'll never be that cool. You were. You were you were nearly as happy as the time you thought we were staying with lesbians in Galway. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. <laughs> Jesus, I'll tell you, man, this is my fucking my memory is shit. Like we yeah. we stayed memory in a place called the, um, the Sleep Zone. Do you remember we were doing a gig in Galway? And uh, yeah, like the promoter put us up in kind of thing. And a lovely, yeah. lovely hostel. Mm. But I remember, um, you know, um, I was dealing with the promoter. I don't know who yourself or Shane that said. Uh, that, uh, oh no! Here, look. Uh, make sure we can get separate rooms. Mm. You know, I, I don't. We, we don't want to all be stuck in one room together. Mm. So I was like, ah, oh, right, grand. I'll go back to the promoter. I said to the promoter, anyways, could we have, could we have separate rooms if that's all right? You know, and uh, he wants to. Yeah, yeah, that's no problem. But he put us in separate hospital, not separate hospitals, separate, separate like chalets in the hospital or whatever. Mm. And uh, you know, yourself and Shane were single. I wasn't. And uh, you stayed with. Did you stay with the old woman? Who was crocheting? I zero memory, man. Man, this is crazy. Absolute zero memory. I vaguely remember. I I remember that we. Um, I, I think I know where the, I know where the remember where the hostel was. Yeah. I have absolutely zero memory of that. You you end up sharing with an old woman who was um, crocheting, but now you share the the bathroom and the kitchenette and all this kind of stuff in the sitting room. But yeah, you obviously have your own room and a lock in it, you know, in the hostel. But um, and then Shane was sharing with a New Zealand couple, an elderly couple who were retired, and me with a girlfriend How do you at remember home. Remember this stuff? Who's who's the wrong one? Like, have you got like a super memory? Or no, I just like have a really bad general memory. And I know with autism you can have these memory blanks already. Okay, you know? we, we, we'll get to it anyways. But, um, you know, me obviously with a girlfriend at home ended up staying with um, two um, girls from London who are in their, like, early 20s. <laughs> and ye, uh, Typical. Alan and Shane wouldn't leave my, my chalet and uh, got chatting, they got chatting to the women. And <laughs> actually before that, I think I said uh, said oh yeah there's two girls in mine you're like quick over the peas he's got two girls there <laughs> <laughs> and we were walking down the, the little hall within the, the chalet if that's even the right word I'm not even sure but uh, <laughs> I'll never forget your face when they were in their room they were sharing a room together and they were, they were laughing and giggling in the room and you stuck your ear to the door and you turned around and you went as if like a child on Christmas morning and went <gasps> Lesbians! <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm, I'm not even joking when I say I have zero, oh, zero that's, recollection that's, of any that's of That's such that. a pity. <laughs> yeah, because you wouldn't leave the place. And I was like, um, after the gig, we went back to, we had a couple of drinks or whatever, went back to um, my chalet. And the two girls were there. They were chatting away to them. We were watching telly. And I said, right, lads, here, I'm off to bed. And you were like, yeah, grand. And he wouldn't move. <laughs> <laughs> you were still there with the two women. I was like, yeah, I'm off. Good luck. <laughs> you know. Jeez. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. The only thing I remember about Galway was you getting chatted up by the gay traveller. I think that was... I think was that, that the was, same time? It was the same day. I think it could have been, yeah. I think it could have been. Must have been. Yeah. yeah. Have. I think it could have been. I have no memory after that. That's mm. fucking weird, man. That's weird. That is weird. Jesus. Yeah. Like, yeah. Zero. Like, I'm not, like, not even joking. Like, I'm <laughs> nothing. I've absolutely, none of this is any way familiar. Wow. It's that's freaky. Scary. That is, that is yeah. Fun. It's a yeah. little bit. I'm going to be totally honest with you. That's a little bit freaky. You didn't remember that. Yeah. Um, but Nikki do the same. Nikki was like, oh, I remember this. Or weird that. I'm like, no. I've no yeah. memory of that. And I know with autism, you can have memory blanks and stuff, but. I was like, Jesus Christ. Fuck. Like, you'd imagine some of that would be familiar, like, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Lesbians. You're like, oh. Lesbian. I know. Yeah. You're so like, happy. You were so, your face just lit up. You're like a child at Christmas that just heard Santi in the zip room. Like, <gasps> <gasps> lesbians. <laughs> no. No. I wonder if Shane have any memory of it. Shane, if you're listening to this, get in touch. Let us know yeah. if you remember the lesbians. Did this happen? Or was sorry, this just sorry, all I a did, wonderful dream for Peter? Let, let me let me, let me me just roll back a bit. I, we don't know if they're like, they could have just been friends. You know, they're just two women. But Alan assumed like this was a, a, a porno that was playing out in his head. You they're know? having a pillow fight. We're in the yeah. 90s. <laughs> we all know how this ends. Yeah. <laughs> Go to bed, Alan. Okay. <laughs> doom, doom, doom. <laughs> Oh no no no! Actually, we're not interested in you two guys. We're, uh, we're oh yeah, prove it. And they're like reluctantly kissing each other. Just like, <laughs> yeah. I'd rather horribly kiss her than have to kiss one of you lads. It's like, mmm, mmm, oh, yep. mm, I'm so turned on. Mm. <laughs> if anybody um, is familiar with this um, emotion, then you can check out self-esteem. I think it's episode twenty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was one of the early ones, I think. <laughs> self-esteem was number seven. Oh, there yeah. you go. No, yeah. yeah. Come on, Alan. Spoil me fucking joke, why don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, geez, that's that's fucking bizarre, man. There you go. It's, yeah. uh, it's a bit. It's a little bit worrying as well. Like, I'd say it is a little bit kind of concerning. Where you're going? Oh, fuck. Like, are you you bullshit me, or do mm. I take your word for it, or whatever? No, like mm. I can't believe. Like, it sounded fairly specific there. Like, no, I remember. I I remember yeah. the room because when you go down the hall, theirs was at the end. Mine was on the left. And uh, I remember the. It was actually a cool little place to stay. You know that. Mm. I really liked that place. Yeah. Um, have priced it since, but um, right. yeah, uh, yeah, the sleep zone in Galway. So there you go. Check it out. Sleep zone. If you're listening to this, stick us down for some complimentary, um, yeah, complimentary yeah. shallows. Yeah, <laughs> complimentary lesbians. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There you go. Um, yeah. we've had some good guests on though haven't we um, oh we have we've, we've Sam on there we had Chris yeah. around the section don't forget Johnny as well you know Johnny, to cope. Johnny Cope notes yeah yeah that yeah, was that was a great episode and yeah. um, Johnny has his story as well and you know he's uh, the most unlikely death metal singer you'll ever meet yeah. you know yeah. straight edge uh, Christian isn't he yeah that's right yeah um, with a cool collection of um, sneakers that's right uh, yeah I was, we had Flip on 
Yeah, Flip, Flip. Flip. really enjoyed the episode of yeah. Flip. That's right, yeah. Flip's an old friend of ours. We met we, along the way, knocked, of course. We knocked some tears out of Flip, didn't we? Yeah, poor old Flip. Yeah, he's proven, been through the uh, you know grief and whiskey. Yeah, while you're doing an interview doesn't help. No, <laughs> uh, it was probably it's one of the most Irish things ever, isn't it? Grief and alcohol. Yeah. No, he was. We were talking away, and he was drinking his whiskey and. There it fucking was. It all came out yeah. <laughs> under the influence. That's right, you know. And don't forget Andy's story there um, a couple of weeks ago was a fantastic story about, um, you know, domestic abuse. Yes. You know, from a male perspective, which is something mm. we don't hear a whole lot of. Mm. And, uh, you know, and we're so grateful for anybody to come on and just tell their story. Yeah, yeah. You know. One, one of the other interesting points of view we got was, remember when we had Carl on, and Carl spoke about the impact of finding someone that had... yeah. Us. Yeah, that was um, yeah. The impact that had on him. Yeah, that was that was a scary one. All right, yeah. And mm. you'd never think, you know, we spoke about that before. You never think of the person who finds somebody. You know, yeah. I remember asking um, Stephen about that uh, on the episode about uh, sobriety, where mm. Stephen had Stephen had attempted suicide, and he got to the point where he was suspended on a on a rope in his garage, and his sister yeah, came his in, sister found told him his dinner was ready, and um, uh, eventually cut him down. And mm. I asked Stephen how his sister's doing, mm. you know, and he said, well, you know, she's good days, bad days, and she's going through her own um, her own treatment as well. But it was good mm. to hear that she was going through her own treatment. And it wasn't a case of you yeah. found him and that's it. You know what I mean? Mm. Now you get home with life. You know, it's such an impact on people. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like such an impact on people. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, I'm absolutely honoured by all our guests. You know, mm. um, and Cammy on Cammy, yeah, your son Cammy spoke so yeah. well. You know, yeah. social media, the pressures of um, the younger generation as well. Mm. Um, that was great, really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, and Killian and Connor on the LGBT, that's right, yeah, educating us, yeah, yeah, that's the one, yeah, all, all the letters, all the letters, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the alphabet, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We're adding more onto it now, aren't they? LGBTQ isn't cutting it anymore. I think uh, he was saying there's, there's others, there's a couple of other letters. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like. We had Pam. Pam on Bipolar. Yeah. Pam, re- Pam was good out crack, wasn't I it? really enjoyed Pam. Pam. Pam was good crack, and I'll mm-hmm. never forget her story about trying to outrun the Lewis. Yeah. You know, when she, um, she did uh, an escape from the. The, the psychiatric hospital she was in mm. and yeah she mm. tried to outrun the Lewis which is mm. for anybody listening outside of Ireland is a, a tram a tram effectively yeah. so uh, yeah that was that was interesting um, mm. but yeah so many great guests but look there's so much more to come people have been in touch with us and certain topics they want to talk about certain things they want to discuss uh, their story they want to tell and mm. you know I I will try my best to get back to you as soon as I can again yeah, yeah. one of the reasons why I'm, I'm stepping back from the podcast is I just don't have any time but hopefully mm. a little bit more time um, to breed I can, uh, I can <laughs> yeah, start yeah. to you know yeah. we, can, we can arrange something alright you know I'll be hopping on to the odd episode as well so um, you know we'll try and uh, and get back to it because there's definitely there, there's so many people who, who got in touch and people who want to talk about things and uh, we will get in touch but again if you got a story to tell something you want us to discuss hello at scmhpodcast.com you can send us an email I'll get you to us on the, the social media channels as well um, so you were saying you had a story about Gaza a few minutes ago yes yes yeah. yeah. so, uh, to name drop as, as you name drop Jerry Fish earlier on to name drop my name drop is Jim Crawford who oh is yeah the, uh, under 21's uh, Ireland national team manager. coach yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Jim, actually, right this fucking second, I should be in Portugal playing golf with Jim. Uh, and all of us should be looking at Jim going fucking dickhead he hasn't played since fucking last year and he's pinging it down the fairway and beating us all like <laughs> was, it, was Jim a professional footballer yeah he played, he played who did he play for the Premiership he was in, New, no he was in Newcastle I think uh, wow yeah, this, this, this is my Gaza story I think he was with Newcastle at the time but my mate Dom is football obsessed but he obviously mm. knows fuck all about football because he follows everything see uh, football bants football yep. bants there you go yeah. get in there get in there <laughs> you haven't it haven't large mate haven't large <laughs> go on you blues it's very Yorkshire Whatever. very Yorkshire accent uh, that's, that's fucking Ashling Ashling yeah. grew up in Yorkshire so <laughs> oh, you want to hear the South Cheeks go so <laughs> you know it's fucking bizarre. Um, so every time we go over to over to Portugal to play to play golf, Dom has Jim hounded, fucking <laughs> hounded. He's only short of jerking him off to just go. Oh, tell me more, Jim. Ah, oh, ah, oh, tell me more stories. Tell me more stories. <laughs> and uh, Jim was Jim was playing against Gaza, and uh, I think he broke him up with a tackle or something like that, and fucking Gaza. Jumped up, got in his face and all this. He goes, you know, I fucking am. I've won this, I've won that, I've won this. What have you won? And Jim just looks at him and goes, nothing. <laughs> Gazza just laughed and hugged him or something. <laughs> but you know, that in, in a funny way, that kind of sums up the Gaza I've seen and I, I'm reading about, which is somebody who, okay, he can be a bit aggressive or, mm. you know, he can mm. be a bit uh, off the wall. But at the end of the day, he's a good person. Mm. You know, mm. he's a decent human being. That's yeah. a, that's what I find. Like I don't obviously don't know him, but um, that was you know, a thing years ago, didn't he? he? Went to a hostage situation or something. Yes, I was just about to mention that. Um, brought your man chips or something. What was it? He a brought him a, a cooked chicken and a few beers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Uh, I, I I remember watching that. I, I for some reason I don't know. Myself and Laura were living together. In, there was a standoff or a hostage negotiation yeah. or something or something. And, and we flicked over to Sky News and it was like uh, yeah, there was a guy with a gun or whatever down. It was at, at a lake or something, and um, he uh, yeah, it was like a, a hostage, not a hostage, but he was I think he threatened to kill himself, and mm, uh, mm. of course the. Um, the police and the media were appealing to people, you know, to stay away from the area. And you've all these guys, they're doing this from in front of a pub. And guys mm. are outside with their pints going, hey, behind the camera and all this kind of shit. <laughs> but yeah, Gaza showed up with uh, a few cans of beer and a cooked chicken. And I think like a fishing rod or something so they can go fishing together or something. But, you know, some, although it was fucking bizarre, he he had the best of intentions. Yeah, yeah. You know, he wasn't doing it to be a fucking jack the ladder to mm. rip the piss out of this guy he was doing it out of the goodness of his heart and I mean some people can look and go oh you're fucking crackers or whatever mm. but look he genuinely meant it you know like and it, there's goodness to him you know but mm. that's that's what I'm saying like you know there's what I what I find with him from what I'm reading and what I've what I've seen and the stories other people have told about him and the stories he's told he's just he, he's a decent decent person he just he's had his issues you know what I mean mm, don't don't mm. fucking judge man that's mm. what this podcast has been you know look at two sides yeah. of the story yeah, you know the trauma there we go absolutely yeah. people knew about that trauma that that has shaped him absolutely and, uh, and there's more to come you know mm. I'm only I'm only 10% through the book according to Kindle so <laughs> you know um, but yeah there you go uh, come here when am I coming golfing with you in Portugal by the way uh, well, well, we're not fucking going. We're, we're, we're supposed to be there. Stick me down next year if you want. Stick me down for next year. I'll have a few questions for Jim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> me uh, and Dom Jim will be hounding him. Oh, Jesus Christ. He's a fucking circle jerk. 
<laughs> we're like Tom seriously like, will you fucking leave him alone like, let him eat his fucking lunch <laughs> we're all just trying to, to fucking chill out here like oh, but you, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, Jim, is, Jim is a gentleman an absolute uh, mm. gent and isn't the, you want to see the way he walks he walks like he's fucking John Wayne is, because there's so many surgeries and stuff like yeah. that like his, his knees are pointing outwards like, like Legs aren't supposed to point that way, Jim. <laughs> but but a, just a lot a of testament good to the athletes are, are naturally very good at golf. But that's it, yeah. And because like he literally wouldn't have played a round before we went to Portugal. The last round he would have played would have been in Portugal, and he and he, he holds it all cack handed, so it's like fucking left handed and it's awkward right, as fuck. Yeah, yeah. And he can't hit the driver, but he hit a five iron and it just wow, yeah, yeah. straight down the middle every time. Yeah. And we're looking at him going. We have to give him a handicap. Like he's fucking, he's killing us out here every year. Yeah. <laughs> Most summers, no. it's just that athlete mentality. Yeah. Right? Most summers, myself and my dad would go um, do a few rounds of pitch and putt, mm. and uh, <laughs> he always fucking beats me. He always <laughs> beats me. You know, and I fucking and I wouldn't mind. You know, it, it, and it's from like the third hold on, a hold on. He's fucking, he's miles ahead of me, mm. and he's always he's whacking the ball, going, "Ha, I haven't fucking lost it, haven't lost it." <laughs> But um, <laughs> I'm I'm kind of worried now because he he got a new hip, so I'm afraid he's either fucking super good now or <laughs> <laughs> bionic hip. Yeah, bionic hip. Yeah. <laughs> Before he was mild mannered, now he is the super pigeon putter. <laughs> Watch him destroy the competition. That is. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of weary. That's why um, that's why there was a lot of lockdowns recently. So he could get his hip and not have to play a pitch and putt against me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look forward to that in the summer. Good, good. Before we go, man, I have to say it's I fucking love this. I've there's I know we've said it there's many times where uh, we've been like oh fuck the thoughts of doing this now, and then every time I've never I've never not enjoyed a recording that we've mm. done. I know there was somewhere like, man, fucking the energy was a bit low on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've never not enjoyed our conversations and mm. you know, regardless of the topics or whatever that has been covered. And it's, you know, this, and I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss this, mm. you know, that every every week. Um, so a huge, huge thanks to you. And I'm oh, sure thanks, will miss Much appreciated. Well. And he says, you know, come on and, you know, in some shape or form, you know, come back on and check mm-hmm. in and... Um, We'll see what uh, we'll see what the podcast becomes now, and um, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, man, I fucking love them. We hadn't seen each other in like mm. fucking 15, 14, 15, 15 years or something. Sixteen, like that. yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we still yeah. haven't seen each other. No, still haven't. Hopefully no. next week, if I uh, if you get the one guard, yeah, see how you get on. We fucking oh, typical. Like. <laughs> <laughs> we have to record something. We have to do something. Bang on! Oh, sounds good. And uh, yeah. but look, thanks to you thanks, because you're the you're the fountain of knowledge. You are the person who brought all this. Um, to me and in turn mm. to everybody else who's listening so you know that was uh, it's amazing you, you listening back and as I said to you it's changed my perspective of things of me of family friends you know while with some people uh, I could be a little bit short with them previously or something or I'd say ah mm. look they're only fucking crackers there may be a reason why they're crackers you know mm-hmm. it, there may be reason behind that and you know um, not as quick to judge yeah you know yeah, yeah. and one of the things I definitely will take from this podcast is um, you do not know what's happening in other people's lives you never know you know we've seen that so often from all our guests from mm. um, you know your stories around your, your clients as well 
Um, mm. You know, you just never know what's happening. You never know what's happening. And uh, and to have notions, be good to yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know, have notions. Have notions. Yeah. I still haven't bought the year Jordans, but I'm just close. ah man. Go it, on. You know, come it's, on. it's a toss retirement of, present. <laughs> it's a toss up between them and Air Force Ones. I'm looking at the Air Force Ones, going, yeah, the hip hopper in me is gone. Fucking Air Force Ones, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've gotten to the point where it's like, there's nothing to buy myself. You know, you're on Amazon <laughs> yeah, and it's like, yeah, yeah. I don't need that. I'm literally yeah. just going, I'm just to get something. Just something to come just, in the post. Just to do something. Just fucking yeah. treat myself. And like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, you know what I need? Oh, yeah. I'm going to get that tin opener. I never did replace that other one. I was like, that's it. <laughs> that's as exciting as it's been. Bought a fucking extension lead for the office yesterday. That's due to come today. That's yeah. it. <laughs> I, I went to buy a garden hose the other day and then I discovered it wasn't long enough. I need a longer <sighs> garden hose. <laughs> I need more than 10 metres. Fuck this I shit. I need a bigger one. need a bigger <laughs> one for my one. <laughs> and I, I, I want one that kind of is on the, the reel that you just plug into the reel and it just oh, doesn't yeah. get tangled and you can just put it away neatly. Get them fabric-y kind of ones. I have them ones. They're, they're pretty handy. No, they, they don't. I, I need one that'll go around the back garden, around the front. Ah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there you go. I need that. So here you go. You've got two former rappers talking about hose. <laughs> <laughs> I got hoes. Yeah. It's not long enough though. <laughs> Look, it's been amazing and it'll still continue. Obviously, it's not finishing. We're just changing slightly. Mm. And, and it's still uh, evolved. Still of course, yeah. Crowd, Absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah. And uh, so that's it. Look, if you if you like what you heard, uh, give us a rating, subscribe, leave a comment or if you think someone you know would benefit from this podcast, share it with them. Stick it on your social media pages. Could make a big difference in their lives. And of course, we'd love to hear from you. If there's anything you want to cover, you want us to discuss or you got a story to tell, we'd love to hear from you. Email hello at scmhpodcast.com. Get us on Twitter at scratalkingpod. We're on Facebook and of course, we're on Instagram as well. Big shout out to Fiona Bryan for the podcast music. He's an amazing producer, great beat maker. Get him on Facebook at FOBB Singer rapper whatever he's going to look after you and aiding from digital design lab with all our cool graphics and web stuff for our social media and all that kind of stuff uh last word dude thanks man ah thank you dude yeah yeah that's that's all i can say (laughs) you're Um, looking for a button something there more ah? poignant but no (laughs) thank you thanks man it's been Um, this has been fucking great yeah i know cheers you too dude look as i said to you i went into this podcast with just a blank canvas i want to know more about mental health Mm. Um, you know as well as teaching me as I said you, you've taught thousands and thousands of people and you know I'm grateful to you for that and, and I'm so proud of this body of work you know and mm. I'll stand by this Absolutely. forever you know it's, yeah. it's fantastic and I do urge people to listen back to previous episodes you know so many different topics to discuss uh, topics that just tackle our mental health and you know even if you don't want to hear us talking shite you know mm. uh, even if you don't want to hear you I've seen some people sharing the podcast recently going just skip forward to 40 minutes in (laughs) (laughs) notice that (laughs) and uh, you know if you don't like the shy talk cool don't listen to shy talk but just Mm. listen to or if you don't like the topic you might enjoy the shy talk absolutely yeah Yeah. but look we'll always reflect on mental health that's the thing yeah yeah. and uh, you know we're not just going to talk bollocks about anything you know it'll be a mental health impact Um, but uh, yeah just fast forward uh, or rewind whatever look change your mind change your life as you said that's it that's yeah. the one mental health mental health